Welcome to the Sky Spelling Podcast, brought to you by ontapsportsnet.com and presented by Manscaped. If you're looking for the best manscaping products on the planet, go to manscaped.com. That's M-A-N-S-E-A-P-E-D.com and browse their awesome selection look. We've been in a pandemic. Most of us have been in quarantine for almost a year now. We haven't been taking care of our stuff downstairs as frequently as we should. Kind of letting it grow out, getting gnarly. No, 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 not anymore. Manscaped's coming in, save the day. They have the Lawnmower 3.0, which brings you 7,000 RPMs. If you ask me what that means, I have no idea. All I know is that there's a Mustang motor in that bad boy. It's also got the skin safe technology so you don't nick your balls or, or any other sensitive areas down there. If you want to keep your boys fresh all day, guess what? They can do that too. They got the ball deodorant and ball toner. Don't have to worry about sitting in your, your on your couch or your office chair or anything. Don't have to worry about that. Just slap some of that on there. Be good to go the rest of your day. Go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code ONTAP, O-N-T-A-P, and you get 20% off. They are saving you so much money. That's 20% off. Save your balls. Go to manscaped.com. And you get free shipping as well. On today's Sky's Falling Podcast, the Cubs and White Sox tendered and non-tendered contracts deadline was today. One notable non-tendered for the Cubs was Kyle Schwarber. And for the White Sox was Carlos Rodon. Uh, so we're going to talk all about that stuff. Um, thoughts and feelings from it Uh I'm, I'm sure we got some it, – it's sad boy season. I'm just going to say that much about that. Uh, Bulls training camp is underway. Uh, Joakim Noah is likely to retire too, so we'll pour one out for the king. Um, and Illinois basketball is 4-0, or or so I hope, as we're, we're uh, recording right now. Oh, I play Baylor tonight. They haven't started yet. So uh, when you hear this in the morning uh, – Hopefully they're 4-0. I'm slamming Illinois plus 5 tonight. I'm just saying here to let you all know. Uh, And the Bears, uh, well, they are the Bears. So uh, whatever, fuck them. I'm still mad at them. We got our regular segments at the end of the show. And for the first time, we have a female guest today, Jenna Duddleston, which I really hope I said that right. I I know I said it right during the interview, uh, but she, uh, she joins the show. You might know her if you've heard of the podcast Bar Talk with Jenna. I can't wait to ask her what she's drinking every Sunday to power through watching the goddamn Bears. So, as always, this guy's fine podcast brought to you by ontapsportsnet.com. Head on over, get Chicago sports needs. Leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you got. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Skies Falling Pod, on Twitter at Skies Falling Pod, and the Skies Falling Podcast on Facebook. You can also follow me at Cody on tap. You can follow Tommy at official underscore T long, and you can follow Sean at Sean con three all on Twitter. Tommy. <laughs> the Cubs make me so sad. I mean, the bears, whatever, <laughs> like I'm so whatever about the bears. The Cubs make me sad, but we got Illinois basketball back. I'm ready to fucking roll. Let's make history, boys. Cody? Yeah, man. Let's hit the music. Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Let me step back and kiss myself. Oh my MVP God, time. 
City Assassin does it again. Nyquist, oh my, he's right back ahead comes Seabrook with a stop. He That ball hit hard, way back, he looks up. You can put it on the board. Yes! To the 30, to the outside. 30 of the post, Hester 5. The sky is falling, a Chicago sports podcast. Here are your hosts, Cody Del Mendo and Tommy Long. Let's make history. And welcome into the Sky's Falling Podcast, episode 64. Tommy, Sean, you guys are back. I missed you Sunday night, Monday morning, whatever you want to call it. Um, we're going to talk I was, bears. Too, I was too depressed to stay on. Yeah, we'll, we'll, talk, it off. we'll talk Bears in a little bit. Um, but anyway, like I said, glad to have you guys back. Um, loaded show today. Like I said in the intro, we got uh, got our first female guest. We got awesome of- interview. So yeah. it was fun. She it was, was fun. fun. Yeah, and uh, we got some baseball news to talk about. A little basketball, obviously Illinois basketball. They are so back. So let's start. I think we're going to start with the things that suck first. Um, and I'm so fucking tired of talking about the Bears. So we're going to start with baseball first. Um, the Cubs and White Sox, they tendered and non-tendered contracts today. Um, the Cubs actually just posted on Twitter, all the people they tendered contracts to and non-tendered. Um, but the most notable non-tender for the Cubs would be Kyle Schwarber, uh, and Albert Almora. They also non-tendered Jose Martinez. So uh, shout out to Jose Martinez and his like 30 games he played with the Cubs and he didn't even record mm-hmm. a hit. So pour one out for that one. Um, yep. So and for those who don't know, um, I assume most of the folks that listen to us probably do. What it means when someone's non-tendered, if they're within their first like five or six years of MLB service, they're tendered a contract, whether it be through uh, arbitration or what have you. Uh, and it's all based on the team's evaluation of their talent and therefore paralleled income or the perceived value of the team versus the player and their agents perceived perception of what their income should, should be. And basically the, when you're on the final year, it's typically going to be very high relative to the rest of the seasons. And when the Cubs not tendered Schwarber, basically what that means is they think that what he probably would end up receiving in his final year as a tendered player under contract would be too high. Uh, they think he's going to be overvalued on the on the market or within their own organization and don't feel it necessary to pay him whatever that amount is going to be. Yeah. Um, I read an article the other day, Schwarber was projected to make like 9.3 million next season. Um, obviously he's coming off a not so good year. I don't even think he, he hit like right at the Mendoza line. It was, uh, it was almost the seeing of the 2017 season. I, I believe, I don't know if it was fan graph. Somebody had him valued at like four or something really based off 2018, 2019 performance. Yep. Yeah. So because of that, the the Cubs, I mean, it's not like Schwarber. It 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 probably is, but Schwarber he could re-sign with the Cubs. I just don't know if he will, considering they're not going to offer him the money that maybe right. his agent or even him thinks he deserves. 
all in all, it just I am sad because like I I never I mean, I guess for the first couple seasons, 2015 through 2017, I was like, this guy's like going to be our future, like, you know, slugger. He's going to hit 40 bombs a season for us. Um, But he he had 38 home runs in 2019, but I don't know. He just never really panned out to be the all star player that we all hoped couple that with what happened this season and the rumors for the next year or two with the designated hitter becoming a permanent staple in the national league Mm -hmm. well we still don't we don't even like really know like they're they're talking about like like there's still no idea if they're going to have the dh in the national league which is so dumb because they had it last year why not just like leave it in i know last year they just they added in all these weird ass rules that they were trying out in the minor leagues and the independent leagues. And because there was only a 60 game season and it was a weird year, no fans in the stands, stuff like that. They just rode with him. It was like, fuck it. Everyone was okay. Except for the purists. Everyone was okay with DH in the national league. Like we all were okay with it. We supported it, whatever. So I, uh, that whole thing is dumb, but I don't know, Tommy. How how you feeling, man? About shorter? so, like it, it just fucking sucks. It fucking sucks because, especially like Cody, you and I, we're, we're always going to have some sort of affliction for Kyle Schwarber based off what he did in 2016, mm-hmm. and like that, those feelings don't go away, right? And seeing what happened to him and the way he came back and, you know, became a one of many heroes in that World Series. And then didn't fall. I don't want, I wouldn't say he fell off a cliff, but he never developed into what we all wanted him mm-hmm. to be. But right. he was still, you know, a pretty good ball player, fan favorite. Mm-hmm. And, being the first domino to fall after Theo, it it, it was just a gut punch. Yeah, uh, I don't think I was we we're and not any of us were really blindsided by it, but it was like yeah, I think we all knew it was. Possible. We were waiting for this day to come, and here it is, and it's just like fuck. Yeah, it sucks. I agree, it sucks. And the thing that sucks the most is like, I would not be surprised if he went. To, I mean, it doesn't have to be an American League team. He can go to a National League team, and depending on the ballpark they play in, it would not surprise me if he figures it out with a new team. It would not surprise me one bit if he becomes, you know, a 40 home run every season, you know, hits. And and this is what we expected out of Kyle Schwarber. We expected, you know, 250, bat 250, 40 homers, near 100 RBIs a season with a strikeout rate anywhere between 20, 25%. Walk rate north of, like, eight or nine percent and you know like i that's like an ops over 800 like that if if kyle schober goes on to do that consent for consecutive years with a new team it would not surprise me one bit and that to me that's what sucks the most is because the the thing with the core players from the cubs over the last four years after 16 like pitchers figured them out and they haven't ever really been able to take that next step like Outside of Javi Baez, but he just kind of developed a little differently. But then this year had a down year. That said, like, 
I think that's a, I think that's the biggest thing that just kind of sucks the most is like we thought that these core players were going to develop into like you know all time great talents based off you know right. We all thought we were going to have like six MVPs in the lineup. Right. We. I mean, and I don't, and I don't even think it's like a a like I don't think it's bias or anything bad. Like Kyle Schwarber was taking the top five of the draft when he came out. Well, like the whole league thought that. Yeah. The league thought we we're going to be set for the next ten years. Right. And. And that's like I said. That's the biggest thing with this Cubs roster, the the core four, core six, whatever you want to call them. Like none of them outside, of, like Wilson Contreras is the only one who I feel like has gotten better every season since the moment he got called up. Chris Bryant has he peaked? You can argue he peaked right away and has trended down since then. Anthony Rizzo has been solid. Like he, if any, if anyone's been the most consistent, it's been Anthony Rizzo. Um, but Kyle Schwarber, he was just like up and down, you know, 16 was awesome. I, I wish we could have seen him play all of 16 because then we would have had a better idea of what we were going to get in 17 and 18. And the people who are like, oh, we should have traded him after 16. Like you knew the like the Cubs would have been idiots if they had traded Kyle Schwarber mm-hmm. after the 16 season. Like I would have. I, I remember the rumors in 16 at the trade deadline, like. You know, the Indians wanted Shorber if we were going to get Andrew Miller. And instead, we traded Goliver Torres to get Aroldis Chapman. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like, I mean, I guess if we would have traded Shorber, we got Andrew Miller for more than just one year, and we wouldn't have got a guy with a really bad reputation off the field, and we'd still have Goliver Torres. <laughs> um, I guess in that aspect, you know, it, you kind of wish maybe you could have seen how that played out, but I don't know. I don't who know. knows though? Because I mean, we got Wade Davis next year, who was the best closer in baseball in 2017. Yeah, I mean, so. one of the best for sure. Yeah, and like I don't know. Like there's some like it's all hindsight 2020. All I know is that like I just wish that he got one more season with the Cubs, and maybe he will if the Cubs try to sign him via free agent. But he's a free agent now, so other teams can go after him, and we'll see. You know, I. A lot of guys get non-tender today. I mean, I just saw yep. a- Adam Duvall got non-tendered. Guy hit 16 home Your runs. boy, Albert Almora. Yeah, he's not my boy, but yeah, he got <laughs> he got non-tendered. Uh, yeah, Jose Martinez, Albert Almora. He's I'm nobody's not, boy. I, I'm, I'm not sad. The only thing I'm sad about Albert Almora is he never turned out to be what we'd hoped. I mean, he was a first-round pick. Theo Epstein's first draft pick as a, as a Cubs executive, and he... I don't even think he's a bad dude. He's not a bad dude. He just Mm-mm. he got so many opportunities. He should have been non-tendered, like if not two years ago, last season, like mm-hmm. like going into the last off season. Like they, they, I I've been so done with him for for a long time. I think and, the whole organization was unfortunately, yeah. and it, it. I mean, see this us talking about this stuff. This goes into the whole like when you talk about. When when organizations go on dynasty runs, these types of players that you have high hopes for, they all pan out. And yeah, the Cubs won a World Series and they broke the curse or whatever, but they haven't been able to have sustained World Series success. They've had sustained success in terms of like being competitive and winning, but they haven't, you know, been the Dodgers going to the World Series every year or, you know, in the NLCS every year. And I think that just goes to show like it takes a lot of work and you got to get lucky with a lot of guys to, to pan out. And I, 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 this is what I think. I like 80% of me thinks Kyle Schwarber's gone. Yeah. 20% of it of me is thinking 
they're going to let him let him out, let him field some offers from other teams, see what he's getting offered, and then maybe offering something that's a multi-year contract. Yeah. But they, I think they what, what they want to do is to see what his market value really is mm. as someone who's there's no connection to him. There's no he's not under. You know he's he is a as he is free. He's yeah. a free agent. That's what part of me thinks, and I think that's a smart move. And if someone offers him like four years, like seventy million, thank you for your service. You know, good luck. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I really I, I it that it sucks. Yeah. So I don't know. um, before we get to the White Sox, want to mention the Cubs did sign a guy by the name of Michael Him. I can't pronounce his last name, but he's an Illinois native. He's actually from Ottawa, which is where I lived um, for a couple years. And uh, he got cut by the Angels last year. The Cubs signed him to a minor league contract. Michael Hermes Millo or something like that, I, I want to say his name is. He's a very young player. He's like 25 years old, outfielder. Um, I was reading some blogs. A lot of people think maybe he, he'll be in the running to make that final roster spot. In spring training, we'll see. Also, they claimed a guy by the name of Robert Stock from the Red Sox today. Bob Stock, yeah, big old boy. Yeah, so uh, the Cubs pitching staff, the stock is rising. Um, oh, uh, Jesus uh, Christ! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna go uh, put the clown mask on. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's about it. I hope you know if Kyle Schwarber doesn't come back to the Cubs, you know, all the best to him. We'll forever love him. The only thing I regret is that I don't have anything signed by him. Um, so once he's retired and, you know, doing just signing people's autographs for a living to make extra cash, I will be one of those people probably one day in line with something to get hit signed by him because uh, he will go down as one of my favorite Cubs ever. Um, with that said, the White Sox, I think the big name that they non-tendered was Carlos Rodon. Um, also, in the same draft as Schwarber, went like two spots right after Schwarber, I believe. Tommy, if I, am I correct on that? I believe it, it was right around like two spots. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so the the conversation between who the those two teams of what they should have taken, I, I think it's pretty much a wash at this point. I think Carlos Rodon's a good pitcher. He just is injury prone, and then I think the White Sox are just kind of ready to move on. He's injury from it. prone, and he's prone to uh, you know what what the what pit. This is how pitchers get get beat what they do is they you know how they they have like baseballs that they throw and like the intentions are right for mm-hmm. uh the hitters to to swing and miss mm-hmm. right uh and he just couldn't execute the 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 missing part see they would hit the ball off him and they just kept hitting the ball and then eventually you know his era was going up so that yeah. was his main problem and he was coming this year he was coming off tommy john wasn't he he said i think he's had a bunch of different stuff done yeah uh but yeah i don't know i mean he I wouldn't say he's a bust, but he's a pretty big miss because when they got him right out the gate, they're like, "This is our he's going to be one. front of the line, yeah. front of the line starter." Right, and it's never yeah, him and Carson Fulmer. I remember they were mm-hmm. both. They're like, "Look, we got our guys. They're coming." Mm-hmm. Then we got Sale. We're gonna have three three dogs coming at you. Bang, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. And it just never panned out. Right. Uh, they also non-tendered Nomar Mazzara, which. I, I kind of want to pick him up a little bit. Yeah, he's kind of he can hit a ball really far, mm-hmm. but 
he didn't do that for the White Sox in the 60 games he played in. I mean, you could probably get him on a minor league. Yeah, minimum. that's what I was thinking. Yeah, or like, yeah. you know, league minimum, give him, yeah. you know, 507 or whatever it is yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, they got him in a trade last offseason. Man, no more Mazzara was – that was such a big deal when he got called up to Texas because he just gangbanged everybody when he came up. Mm-hmm. Him and Joey Gallo got called up right around the same time. And they were just slaying baseballs. Yeah. I mean, they struck out all the time. All the time, yeah. But they were just banging the ball around the yard. They just, like, he he was hitting, like, 160 or something with Texas, but, I mean, he had, like, a 30-homer season. (laughs) But he just, like, it was literally the Adam Dunn, but more Adam Dunn than anything. He was home run, like, drew walks 10% of the time, and that, it was strikeout. Yep. All or nothing guy. Yep. Baseball name though. Good baseball yeah, name. Yeah, good, great baseball name. Um they did tender uh Jace Fry, so um I want to pick him up too, left hander. Yeah. Well, like I said, they tendered him. They oh, uh, okay. he was one of the few guys uh that they did tender. Um <clears throat> in terms of like it was ones that they announced. Oh. They tendered everyone else the contract that you expected, but he was like one of the last people, I think. They it's bad, in their social bad media. audio. Good Jalen Suggs on Gonzaga's out. He's hurt. Playing oh, the hurt. five star? Yeah. Oh, that's why they're losing. He's limping. Time. He's on the court now. They took him out. He's back. He's limping, though. God. Uh, Gonzaga minus eight's gonna fucking yeah, destroy yeah. me. Minus eight and a half. It's gonna kill us. God damn it. Um Oh, by the way, everyone, welcome to college basketball with Cody and Tommy. Uh, this is just <laughs> like not e- Yeah, like this is if you like ninety minutes of Good content, and then about twenty minutes of us just yelling, bitching about yeah. bets. Yeah, you're here for that's a good, good time. content. Yeah, <laughs> Sean, you haven't really said much, but uh, I don't know, man. I, Do you uh, have any questions about yeah, how free you, agency works or anything like that? No, no, no. I think you, I think you explained it pretty well. Do you know what like arbitration is? Like, familiar with that? I can guess. Well, like I kind of what explained it, it before, but you only get like three to four years of arbitration of arbitration. Your first two to three years. So is that like so? That's like be, like a restricted free agent, right? Uh, in a sense, like yeah, they, that's like a good way of thinking first, about it. They get first option. The team gets first option. So, and so what? Yeah. So what you do minus the money, obviously, as you negotiate for a particular window, right, with the player's agent or representation or whatever in the team. And if you don't come to an agreement by a particular date, typically in February, late January, early February, the team and the agent meet with an arbiter and negotiate there, right, through the arbiter. And then they submit their final numbers, and the arbiter will select which one is most fair, whichever offer is most fair. And then they, they will do that with... Uh, and that'll be the player's salary. I didn't know there was a third party. Yep. Yep. Um, That was a big deal with Chris Bryant because they didn't want to go to arbitration, so they offered him a lot, and he signed it. He had the highest highest arbitration salary back-to-back seasons. Yeah, like after 16 and 17, correct? Yep. Yep. Um, When I mentioned Jace Fry, obviously they – Tendered him a contract, but they agreed to arbitration. I guess they're the only guy that they have agreed to arbitration so far this offseason. But they did tender everyone else on their roster contract. Mm-hmm. So Rodon and Mazar are the two guys out. Um, yeah, so that's 
tendered and non-tendered contracts. Um, Did they say, has MLB said what they're doing for winter meetings yet? Have they said, like, going to be virtual that. or? I would imagine it to be The virtual. Cubs called Jim today to uh, renew his spring training season tickets. Oh, yeah? And he told them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. This is spring training He's tickets. like, if there's anyone in Chicago who doesn't deserve my money, it's Tom Ricketts. Yeah. And he was like, get fucked. <laughs> don't blame him. I don't blame him. Um. All right. Well, anything else, Tommy, on baseball? No. Again, and this is what you, what you're listening to today is going to be kind of what we're going to have over the next couple months, where it's like just spots of you know, little news pops up. We talk about it, and it's just updates on you know rumors, contracts, stuff like that. And once uh, the calendar turns, it's going to be more speculative from me and Cody as far mm-hmm. as who we want to fill out the roster. And uh, we're probably just going to, we're going to, we're going to take a lot of poops on Jed Hoyer probably and, and Ricketts. Uh, and then more just so go from Ricketts. There. Yeah, yeah. More so Ricketts. I don't really, I'm not going to poop on Jed Hoyer yet. Maybe in a year, but uh, yeah, but yeah. So going to be a lot of heartbreak. I'm guessing a lot yeah. of heartbreak. Well, speaking of heartbreak, the goddamn bears. Um, so I don't know if you guys listen to Monday show uh, with Buzz and, and uh, Aaron, a.k.a. Premier, Premier Amp. But um, obviously, we were very pissed off. Um, listen, none of us thought the Bears were going to win, uh, but I did not expect the performance we saw. How oh. I got to get you guys's okay. Sean, uh, why don't you go first? first. Why don't I you want go you guys' reaction first, and then we can move from there. The depression has settled. Uh, and it's so funny because Fuck. I was what we were just talking, <laughs> dude. Gonzaga 7 0 run, damn, and then, then it was, stopped. Yeah, yeah, Fuck, and, sorry. Then it's, and it's over. <laughs> sorry, Sean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go ahead, Sean. Please. Speaking of depression, uh, yeah, the depression stopped before the game during our little pregame show. And I'm like, all right, Cody, you brought me back in, man. Let's mm-hmm. let's ride. I'm ready to ride. I got my Trubisky jersey on, <laughs> and immediately. Depression kick back in again. Uh, I don't know. It, it's the only positive I can draw from this game is that the offensive line is finally getting consistent. And you removed Rashad. Like I, we were talking before the game, like you remove Rashad Coward, mm-hmm. and the line immediately becomes decent. Mm-hmm. Like there weren't a lot of pressures on that in that game, and that's a that's a that's a decent front for the Packers too yeah so if anything the line's gonna be better moving forward even with a couple undrafted guys in the middle who by the way uh Sam Mustfer and Bars didn't allow a single pressure in the passing game all game which is great <laughs> I but yeah this I mean, is this insane point, you're we, coming up with a lot of positive I things know, here not, man but here's the thing like <laughs> now we're at the point as Bears fans and be like okay well do we try to tank for a better draft pick in the next draft? Or do we I mean, or do we just try to win and salvage? I mean, the coaches are now playing yeah. for their jobs. Yeah. So. As we get, we'll, we'll, we'll get so we'll put a pin in that. Here's my right. thoughts. And you guys kind of saw it reflected in my tweets and in the group text. It was so relieving not giving a shit about that game. <laughs> like when Trubisky threw that pick. I didn't bat an eye. I'm like, yep. All right. Defense, go out there and do something. Yeah, defense 
Except they, they didn't. They didn't lay an egg necessarily. It was like you could clearly tell like they were they're they're uh, over they're over it. I'll I'll tell you right now. Uh, um, Buster Screen got picked on a lot that game. Yeah. I, he now, did. He did. Yeah. And Robert Quinn played bad. Um, but it was clear that we need Akeem Akeem Hicks and Eddie Goldman back more than anything. Right. But at the end of the game, you saw a lot of arm tackling in the game. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was clear. That is not. That is a one hundred percent lack of effort. That is. There's Tony, no Tony like. Tony Dungy said it during the broadcast, man. Yeah. There's no. Any other? There's no other way to, to cut it. Lack of effort. That's what that. That's what I'm saying by that. They're quitting on that end because they're tired of having to literally carry the entire team on their back. Um, Trubisky, he is who we thought he. We is who he is who we thought he was. Nothing's changed. Um, Allen Robinson played like a dog out there. I don't he can really only let just, up that 50-50 ball in the, in the end zone. He should have had. Oh, that. That, that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's just like he's just going out there to put tape out. Mm-hmm. At this point, that's what it seems like. Mm. Um, David Montgomery did okay uh, in spots. Obviously, that big old run, which was pathetically the, the longest run. play of our season. <laughs> the longest running play since like 20, two, 2018. In two <laughs> years. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was just the, the Packers are by, by far and away a far superior team. Uh, Nagy said he's not afraid for his job. That's where we're getting to that. We'll pull the pin out. Let's go. So Nagy said he's not. he's not... He's not afraid for his job, but then he calls out the entire team, quote unquote, challenges them to step up. No, no, no. He didn't challenge the team. He challenged, I mean, I guess as a whole, yeah, but he called out the defense. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the most recent interview he called out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he got picked on by reporters by saying, why in the motherfuck are you challenging a defense who has been the staple? for this organization yep. the past three years. Yeah, and his answer was like, we got to play for pride now. Yeah. But, how do you, honest question to both you guys, honest opinions. Are, is he going to have another year? I don't, if discount Ryan Pace, the, I, I think mean, the, gonna, I think Pace is going to say. This is, I, this is my prediction and it's going to be very, I won't say ironic, but it's going to be, like, here, let's just say this. If the Bears compete for a playoff spot, like if they win a couple games and get close, they kind of tickle our balls a little bit and then lose and don't make the playoffs, I think then he will get fired. Now, if he has a concerted effort to quote-unquote tank and lose out and we end up at 6-10 and 10 or 11-5 and five, or 5-11, and 11, I think he'll get another shot because I think he's going to have another opportunity to pick his own quarterback and have more say in the roster, and I think he'll stick around for another year, which, again, he'll get fired in 2021, which will fuck the next coach because we'll have another fucking quarterback that he doesn't want, and we'll get to live through it all over again. (laughs) Our guy, uh, J.J. Stankovitz and Cam Ellis, um, on their podcast postgame, so David Kaplan runs with them now, they mentioned bringing in a vice president of best or not basketball operations of football operations under Ted Phillips. I mean, Ted Phillips is so a businessman, so I exactly so <laughs> I said, okay. Well, you, you like because he's technically running football right now, mm-hmm. so you'd have someone under him yeah. that just does football, and that's it because yeah. it's just Ryan wasn't Pace, part of that conversation. Play. May not have been them, but I saw caught wind of. They're like, yeah, the Bears are going to have to outsource another firm 
to hire their next general manager if they fire Pace. And it's like, which I get well, for the most part, that is common practice. They did that for Ryan Pace yeah. and they did that for the guy before that too. Mm-hmm. Ernie, Ernie Acorsi was the guy that, that stepped in. And it's like, we should have a team president and, o- and ownership that knows well enough who they need to pick. And it should be an honor for whoever they pick to come play for the Chicago Bears. Right. And it's not that. Right. And it's it's here it's very high level things too, man. Right. Just here, high level things. That's it. Just uh, based off what everything I've heard of you guys, my thing is yeah, the like Tommy said, the defense, like they're just tired of the offense being bad. Well, I didn't think the offense, at least the first couple drives, wasn't bad. But the reason that the game got out of hand so quick was because the defense couldn't stop Aaron Rodgers. And listen, I know the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, their offense, great, whatever. It's it's good. And like I said, I know that I just they couldn't they couldn't they couldn't even get a punt until like the second half. Like, that, but uh, I, and I'm talking. I think you're talking specifically for that Packers game. I was speaking yeah, more I, of yeah. Okay. But no, but I, 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 I do agree with you. I do agree with you. I do and, agree with and, you. Like, and on, to get on Aaron Rodgers, yeah. right. And to get back to that, listen. They know that the Packers are a better team than them. The everyone knew. They were, mm-hmm. I mean, nine nine and a half point underdogs. We we understand. The fact that the defense couldn't put together at least a half of what you would assume out of, you would get out of that defense on a normal day, to me says more about Matt Nagy because he couldn't get them up to play against that team. Like that's why I think Nagy needs to be out as much as I'd, and it pains me because I don't think either I don't think him or Pace will be out both. I think one of them will be, but I feel like Pace would be the first one to go in my head. I hope I'm wrong. I'd rather see Nagy go before Pace because I don't. I think obviously Pace has missed big on a lot of picks, but I don't think he's the worst GM the Bears have ever had. Mm-hmm. I best gift ever though is him shaking his head. Right. Where they had the the, they had the, the tri screen. It was mm-hmm. Mitch, Nagy, and then Pace shaking his head. Yeah, like there you go. Right. So I don't know. I just like that's where I'm at with like Matt Nagy. Like he couldn't even get his team up to play against on prime time against your rival. Like that says a lot more about him, in my opinion, than anything else. Like the fact that they couldn't. They couldn't get the team fired up to to play against your rival. Like, well, Nagy in the past three years has had a terrible. I don't think he's won a single game after a bye week. No, he so, hasn't. Uh, oh, and we're zero for our last uh, eleven. Three? I think since Lovey Smith left, I think we're zero for our last. Oh wow, 11. <laughs> that's insane. Maybe that's it's, maybe <laughs> seven. It's either seven or eleven, something like that. I know yeah. Nagy has not won yeah, one yeah. yet. I know, man. So you can Nagy mark that down. Either, but, but it was also, dude, it was poor, poor defensive scheme on Pagano's part. I mean, yep. half the plays that ran big were fucking Cleo Mack and Robert Quinn it, dropping in a coverage. Right, yeah, why get, we got Cleo Mack? With it. Yeah, why we get Cleo Mack in coverage? And then also Danny Trevathan was on fucking Devontae Adams multiple. Uh, well, that was just, no, because they were, they were playing a zone. And that was a pass yeah, off. But, it's, but you're not going to pass off also to a fucking linebacker. Trevathan looked all bad the entire game. Yeah, the whole game. Either way, he looked bad. And, you, and, the, and this is what the Packers did right, was you know Kyle Fuller plays a lot of off-ball coverage. Mm-hmm. You know He plays 10 yards behind the receiver right in front however you want to mm-hmm. look at it 
So they just run the short routes. And that was, that's exactly what happened on that play. Kyle Fuller was playing off coverage. They went to a short route across the field and passed it off to Danny Trevathan. And then he took off. Yeah. I don't it was know. just good. And like I was watching some videos too. Like I guess the Bears love to play cover three and they were just beating cover three all night, mm-hmm. throwing deep. Like Robert Tanyan was a double move to beat cover three, and that was it. Yeah. It was a but it was a simple route. You know what? Do you know how I got hyped up for this game? I watched the game five years ago where the Bears were down 42 to nothing at halftime. <laughs> That's how I got myself hyped up because I'm like, we're going to get slaughtered. Yeah. Let me hype myself up, watch this game. And you know what I did? I put money on the Packers <laughs> minus like what the whatever the spread was, mm-hmm. and then alternate spread. Minus 15. Another alternate spread. Minus 24. Bang, bang. bang. But they didn't hit the minus 24. Or whatever. I hit three spreads. Whatever <laughs> it was. <laughs> no, yeah. I thought it was 42 I mean, hey, I'm, I, I'm at the point now where I'm going to bet against the Bears, too. I didn't even bet on the I bet on... I bet, like, prop bets. I didn't even bet the game. So, whatever. Like I said, need to get you guys thoughts. Hopefully, I don't know. Are we rooting for loss a loss this week against the Lions? I think they play the Lions this week. Uh, I don't think the defense is going to be playing man against Trubisky anymore because that's all Trubisky. That's all for whatever reason. Trubisky would just beat man. Mm-hmm. He'd look. He'd be like, "Oh, that guy's open." Well, the thing it. is, the Lions fucking suck too. And Trubisky but owns if the you Lions. Play, but that's that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's going to happen again this game. No, I think this will be the. You know, what sucks is we got I think the this Lions will be his first loss. Games we can win: Lions, Jaguars. Texans. Texans, Vikings, Packers. I think I don't think we can win those games. That Texans game is just going to be miserable. I saw someone on Twitter say, "Is Deshaun Watson going to put up twelve? Like Mahomes put up ten? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, and in the game watching it, doing the live stream, like they were talking about Mahomes when the Packers were up a billion points. Most depressing thing ever, man." Most depressing thing. So we get it. Whatever. It. That's all I got on the Bears. You guys got anything else? Let's move to the positive stuff. No. Yeah, nothing. All right. Uh basketball. Let's start with the pro side. Uh the Bulls training camp opened yesterday. Turns out Dude. turns out the Bulls and Laurie Marketing are talking extension. Uh, didn't and Lowry's the happening. one pushing for it. Yeah, yeah, calling his agent out. <laughs> right. Um, I find it interesting because he could possibly like, maybe he might want to get more money, but maybe he's just really loves the new front office and thinks that he can maybe get an even better contract towards the end of this potential extension. I don't know. Did you guys? But... Did you guys see the post about um, Billy Donovan saying Lori Markinen is not just a spot up shooter? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> all Who would have thought? All, 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 that's all it took. All it took. That's all it took. See, yeah. that's the thing is, I very rarely, I I do call for people's jobs in the sports world, but I mean, typically, you don't. I don't advocate for people losing their jobs. I celebrate every day that Jim Boylan doesn't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wake up. You feel he's shitty, one. He's hey, getting. He's getting paid. Mm-hmm. He's getting paid. I got his contract bought out. You yeah. ruined this guy. Ruined the lie. People watch basketball. They look forward to it. They use it as entertainment. They love it. For some, it's an obsession. This pertains to the Bulls. Mm-hmm. He ruined three hours of people's lives 
<laughs> for over 200 nights. <laughs> I don't give a fuck that I that I am happy he is unemployed. Same. He can eat a buffet of saucy dicks. <laughs> saucy. Didn't, not only did he have all those losses and killer hopes and dreams every time they stepped on the court, but he also came back in press conferences and gave like bullshit answers. Oh yeah, about stupid um, metaphors and oh what, fuck, like, he had he had some famous ones. Our, our Bulls guys, our Bulls guys, Big Dave. He had the the tournament of Jim Boylan quotes. Mm-hmm. He had a sweet what? sixteen of Jim Boylan quotes and people. Yeah, I, it was a, it was a cool interaction. They it was just the best quotes. It was like it was like eight or sixteen, and you, like they had fans vote. Yeah, and, and it was kind of like uh, an NCAA tournament, bracket. right? I think right. the one, I think the one that won was um, he when he compared my, uh, taking compared the child Luke down the, I thought it was when he compared that, Luke that was a fine that that was in the championship. Oh, was it yeah, the Cornette yeah, to was like, uh, Robert Ory. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> it, it was uh, taking the child down the road. It's my It's like my job to like guide the child down the or something just. I mean, this guy pulled it not out of his ass. He pulled it out of his fucking like small intestine. That quote. <laughs> I think you got to go higher than that, uh, man. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Zach Levine talked at press conference. He is already praising the new front office, new coach. He's apparently him and Billy Donovan are talking a lot where they like to get him in spots and stuff. I listen. I. I'm at the point. I think we're gonna roll with the roster we got. I don't think we're gonna make any giant trade or anything like that. No AK, big signings, nothing like that. Though Anthony Davis is still out so there, just agent, saying. Yeah. And still, LeBron just LeBron signed just got a ex- yeah. extension. Oh, by the way, yeah. I know you're listening to this on not right now. Right now it's Wednesday. Like what time is it? Seven thirty. Mm-hmm. Eight. Um, yeah, it's Rockets eight traded Westbrook to the Wizards for John Wall and a first round pick. Breaking news. Breaking news. Yep. Uh, that's a, yeah, that's an interesting trade. Um, Rockets. Affects the Bulls, not really at all. No, not really <laughs> at all. Um, now we can. Not but we're just, no, we're not getting Westbrook. Yeah, we're not getting Westbrook, which is, I'm okay with. I can live without mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook in his 30s. Yeah. God, I remember John Wall made my spring break, and it was like a freshman year spring break at Kentucky. Mm hmm. And that was just such an awesome for just getting hammered every night watching the tournament hungover and watching John Wall just do awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's makes me feel old because I remember yeah. seeing him in the tournament. And now he's mm-hmm. like one of the like, I guess, a veteran player in the league. Oh yeah. It's so he's crazy. on like the back nine. Which yeah. Is wild. It is wild. Um, so yeah, uh, like I said, uh, I think we got we got the the season starts in what, twenty one days? Yep, I'm surprised we didn't get a Christmas game this year. Um, I just I'm thought, <laughs> I, well, I thought you know, new coach, new front office, that'd be yeah. something the league might want to celebrate. Right, you know, top pick, but that's right. Yeah, I can live without a Christmas game. Um, uh, other Bulls know, Joakim Noah likely to retire. Pour one out for the King. Love that guy. He deserve does he deserve to have his number raised in the rafters? Does he deserve to be next to Scotty and Michael? Uh, I don't have a take. What do you What do you think, Cody? I think he he does. Yeah, I think he does. And maybe that's just because I love him so much. But I think he deserves to be some like he needs. 
like and I say this because if you look back at the years when Derek was hurt, that was Joakim Noah's mm-hmm. best years. He like carried that team. That was his team. And yeah. he was he was the heart and soul of the guy who dove for every like loose ball, gets every rebound. Like, and he was never known as an offensive player, but he was in the MVP race in like 2014. Mm-hmm. He like finished third in the MVP voting on a team that if you had a healthy Derrick Rose from like before he got hurt. God, and ugh, now you're going to get me back on the bullshit of winning back in the day. I, I'm not going to do it. I'm just saying that Joakim Noah, people forget how good of a player he was. And the Bulls don't exactly, outside of the Jordan era, don't have players coming out of the rain to be, you know, m- like fan favorite, you know, memorable players that like go down in history. People are going to remember Joakim Noah stealing the ball against Boston in game six of the 2009 first round playoffs and dunking on Paul Pierce. Like he's kind of in enshrined with the Bulls organization. I'm like waiting for them to offer him like a one day contract so he mm-hmm. can retire a bull. Like I think he deserves to be in the Rafters. What do you, does that change you guys? I think Rafters, no retiring number, but Rafters. Yeah, sure. just put his name up there. Yeah. Just put the Fuck just it, put not? the Cleveland just put the Cleveland quote yeah, up there. You're right? Yeah, right. No one says they want to go to Cleveland. Yeah, I like that idea too. I like that. I, I mean, I'll I'll live if they don't put him up there. But I feel like he would. I mean, he played for Billy Donovan in college at Florida. Maybe you know if he wants to be part, wants to continue to work in basketball. I don't know. Maybe come work for the Bulls someday. I don't know. But anyway, love that guy. We'll see if he. I mean, I there's no. It's not officially official, but Woj believes that he's likely to retire. So that's Woj. So, anyway, want to move to the college side, Thomas? Let's do it. Uh, Illinois basketball three and zero, four and zero. If you're listening to they, this podcast, they're, they're gonna oh win boy. <laughs> I think uh, it, we're so it, back. Is this, man. An, is this a tournament? Uh, they're playing in the champions. It's a Jimmy V classic. Jimmy V classic. If it's a tournament and they win, they have to play the winner of Gonzaga, West Virginia, which would be fucking insane. It would be. Um, this is probably the biggest game in what? 15 years by far in a way. Biggest game in 15. Got I mean, gotta be up there, right? If we're talking regular season, I'd I'd have have to go back. Biggest game since Wake Forest when they had Chris Paul. Chris, yeah, uh, well, that's what I mean. My dad talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm trying to think if it, anything since then. I know there's a couple. You know, Illinois with, is ranked number with, five and Baylor's ranked number two. Yeah, um, um, but I mean, again, this is where we. I wouldn't say that we're, we're going to learn a whole lot, but it is a game that gets the juices flowing. It's not going to be someone we're familiar with. Mm-hmm. It's going to be someone we're we're we're. We've really never seen any team like that. We don't play Big 12 teams hardly ever. Yeah. So it's going to be fucking awesome. As far as home court advantage, nothing really. I mean, they Baylor had to travel a few extra hours. No, no real advantage there. No crowd. I don't even think there's no crowd. Yeah. Like, um, I haven't watched one college basketball game where there's been a crowd. I assume I, that there's I no crowds at all. I can't name you one player on Baylor. Couldn't either. Uh, so <laughs> there's that. Yeah. But look, if this team wants to fuck and stack bodies... Baylor's got to be a part of that pile. Yep. I don't care. Ohio, guess what? I, I tweeted it out. I don't care if it's by one point or 100. Get the win. Get the kill. Stack the body. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to do against Baylor. Then we got like 
some fake school after that, and then we got Duke. Yep. By one or 100, stack the body. Followed by the Bragging Rights game. So, fun games. Saturday's game will up. probably be a blowout via Illinois win. But, uh, yeah, Duke and Baylor are going to be some of the biggest games uh, in Illinois basketball in the last 15 years. So, I like Bill Walton. Um He's been hilarious on the Maui. So I've been watching it a little bit at work, uh, watching those games, and he is him when what's the White Sox guy? Jason Benetti. Jason Benetti, awesome duo. Bill Walton, high as a kite every day. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He compared Io and Kofi to Kobe and Shaq. (laughs) I mean, what a cop. Yeah, I know, right? I fucking love that. It was the day after we beat Ohio by one point, not Ohio State. Ohio, the Ohio Bobcats (laughs) compares Io and Kofi to Kobe and Check. You gotta love it. Yeah, I love it. Um, Yeah, man. I oh, first off, those first three games, the Ohio game, you know, whatever. I think it was. I think Brad Underwood was actually kind of glad that game was close so that they were tested yeah, a, a little, little bit. Yeah, kind of. But their, those first two games, those first two games, they literally looked like they could just go to war against anyone. And once again, Adam Miller, freshman of the week in the Big Ten, yeah, like yep. and Andre Cabello just dripping around, looking like Steve Nash trying to dish the ball no matter where he's at. Um, you know, Io looks like player of the year right now, man. He, mm-hmm. He's he's got the three point shot rolling, something he didn't get going last year. He just looks like a completely different player to me. Um, and Demonte Williams, he's hitting big shots from three point land. Like mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like what Michael Atulip said to us: if they can get the three point shot, if they can you know be consistently like thirty five percent from the field yep. three point land. George is not taking any shots outside the paint, yep. which I love because that love. was a nightmare last year. It was that a was nightmare. a nightmare. Yes, yes, and and then you got Kofi being Kofi, um, and then you know the bench Coleman Hawkins looking like a looking like a, a solid player. Um, they just the depth is there, man. So whatever happens against Baylor tonight, uh, probably not going to change my thoughts on Illinois. They are underdogs, right? Um, but Baylor also this was their first big test of the season too, so it's going to be interesting to see. And I, they they're do. probably interested because Baylor's for the past few years at least has had a good program. Mm-hmm. This isn't unfamiliar territory for them being highly ranked. They're probably getting tired of all the hype around because it's nationwide now. The hype mm-hmm. around Illinois. Right. And the comps are 0405. Yep. That's what everyone's making. Because that, that is probably the most popular championship losing team in college basketball. I don't want to say history, but probably the past 30 years. Yeah. What's up? Besides there? maybe besides maybe like Butler's up there, mm-hmm. but still. And, and they're like maybe right, that gonna, Duke team with Zion and the and yeah. and, and, and RJ Barrett and but uh, Cam Reddish. I, I, I think they're just like you know what they're you know there's more pressure on them to to perform than us, so they may use that mm-hmm. as you know you know to their mental advantage. But again, yeah. I don't see any part of this. I, I think this is going to be such a good alert learning experience for this team mm-hmm. as well as Duke game going into Big Ten play. I I, I feel good. I feel yeah. good. Right. Win or loss. Before we move to Illinois football, Sean, I know you're getting in. You're, we, we're getting you into this team. Uh, have you watched ever since the first game? Uh, I don't think so. All I right. Think so. Well, it I sucks, recommend watching it. Sucks because, like, yeah, because I had a 
do a little stream ski on the on the first one. Uh, <laughs> Shout out Reddit streams. Yeah. <laughs> Shout um, out to the internet. It sucks because like I, it's so nice having cable now. Like I never really had cable at any other any of the other places I had. Uh-huh. So it's easy. Like now, especially with the Gonzaga game, I can just literally just flip to it. Yeah. Um, big games I'll probably keep watching, but. Dude, it's it's just fun watching basketball again, man. Yeah, I feel you. It's fun. I feel you. Like that first game was so hype. Yeah, especially <laughs> even though they, it was they against the shitty the team, yeah. fucking water on. Yeah, them, yeah. yeah. Seventeen threes in a game. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, Thomas. Uh, is Ohio State banned? Are we? Should we add them to the shadow realm because they couldn't get away from COVID, or? Are they? I don't get why. Like we had to play exactly. We like... played Sans eleven starters, mm-hmm. and we guess we suited up, went out there, and had a ball game. Yep. Is this the Denver effect too? Yeah, basically. Like the Ravens got pushed out like eight right. days, and Denver's yeah, like, I "Oh, mean, you don't have a like, quarterback? What Here, the fuck? This, like, this okay, practice squad guy. All like right. our five-star freshman quarterback gone." Three offensive linemen, one, two wide receivers, and then like a couple guys. Like we were dropping like fly. We played our four string quarterback. Mm-hmm. You guys were out of head coach. I mean, granted, I think Ohio State had like <laughs> like nineteen positive tests, and they had like fifteen after that. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they even met like the threshold of the minimum roster <laughs> spots. I think by a certain point, uh, but still like. Just because you're Ohio State football and we're Illinois football, you guys get special treatment. Like that's kind of horseshit. Like, okay, they're gonna couple it with we're doing it for everybody's safety. No, get fucked. You're just trying to protect. Of course, it does kind of fuck them. We may have to end up playing them on like a fucking Tuesday at the end of December, just so (laughs) they have the game minimum to be bowl eligible for the New Year Six. But still, like, yeah, I I thought it was horseshit. I thought it was horseshit. Now they got Iowa this week, ranked number nineteen. Uh, this is, I mean, do you want to get in that rivalry with Garrett from Iowa? Like, like I, I, I'm not going to do it on the football side. I'll get into it. Not on I'm... the football side, no. I don't got that kind of heat. Luca Garza, guess what? Bet bet on the Hawkeyes. Do you guys see that clip? Duh. So they hit a big three at the end of the game. One of the guys on the, one of the scrubs on the Hawkeyes mm-hmm. uh, player, he hit like end of the game, hit a jump shot or something along those lines. And they covered. And, and yeah, so they covered and, uh, let me see if I can find it, see if we can find it. But uh, the camera panned to him. Like, they were, like, 26-point favorites or something against, uh, uh, like, Southern University, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And the guy hit the shot to make it a 27-point lead mm-hmm. for Iowa. They cam, they span over to Luca Garza, and he goes, he, like, whispers into, like, another teammate's air like ear, but you can see his mouth and it goes, we covered <laughs> clearly gambled on, <laughs> on the Hawkeyes and I will, you can gamble. Um, send him, uh, NCAA, give him a call. <laughs> yeah. I saw this cause Dave Portnoy, Dave Portnoy was talking about it oh, really? uh, on That's... at Barstool. Yeah. He's talking about it. like Luca Garza gambling name, clearly gambled on himself. <laughs> That's he goes, hilarious. we covered. We covered. <laughs> like, uh, it is the most obvious we covered. You can't mm-hmm. misconstrue anything else he said. We yeah, covered. We covered. Nice. All right. Well, uh, any any shot against Iowa this weekend? We have a shot. Football team? Like I said, they're number 19. They've, I, don't, uh, I know the they... Way, 
the way if Brandon, if Brandon Peters and a matter baby have that connection, like they've had running game, stay strong Mm -hmm. defense will have to force. I mean, minimum three turnovers to have a chance because we're going to fuck up on offense. Like it's just happened. I think we can get at least three turnovers, a big play on special teams. We're going to have a ball game. Yeah. That Play last ball, game, love that, ball. Yeah, I love lovey ball. Uh, that last game, the punter running for that first down, and he's just kind of like swerving, looking just like about he's, tore every ligament in his knee <laughs> running <laughs> against maximum no effort. Yeah, I know that's maximum like two effort. weeks old, but I we never talked about it. It's pretty funny. I love that. He like <laughs> and then he was on he was on the Pat McAfee show yeah. like the next like the next week. <laughs> juked out a ghost in the middle of the field, like <laughs> like I mean, no one within thirty yards <laughs> right. pulls a juke move out just to. It was a mad dash for the sideline. Exactly. He probably could have got another 15 yards, but he just didn't want to get murdered. He just didn't want to get murdered. Yep. 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 All right. Um, well, what a game, though, dude. Minus 23. 23-point dogs and won by, like, 19. Yeah, I know. It was a huge game. So I, they got some momentum. Maybe they could play spoiler when they play Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be cool for this in-state rivalry, I guess. Um, anything else? We can move on to... Our friend Jenna, if not, I, this is pro- this was probably one of my favorite interviews. We we had no real centric topic. No. We just talked about her shit, talked about our shit, talked about football and baseball and, and beer, drinking and, and drinking the yep. bars in Chicago and her life. And mm-hmm. I we say this a lot. We I you know we do say we look forward to seeing someone again. I'm going to make a concerted effort to get her on semi routinely. <laughs> All right. Want pandemic over? Guess what? We're just gonna take over. We're just gonna like go, become we got a beeline straight yeah. to that bar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where she? Where did she say she was in? Bridge it's in Bridge, Bridgeport. Bridgeport. Yep. Bridgeport. Yep. 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 So but this uh, is one of my favorite interviews. Exactly. Yep. I agree. All right, uh, Jenna from Bar Talk with Jenna is coming up. Okay, we are now joined by our first ever female guest. Yes, we finally got mm-hmm. a female guest. It took Let's go. literally over 11 months, but we finally did it. Uh, she has her own podcast. It's called Bar Talk with Jenna. It is Jenna Duddleston. Did I get that right? Yeah. Let's go. Oh, Let's go. No roasting me. Hey, I, was, close I know. I know. I was actually like, ooh, I kind of want to roast him if he says it wrong. <laughs> you know, I, I like your setup you got going on there. Is that is that is that Biggie? Behind you? Yeah, yeah, it's Biggie. Let's go. Yeah, All it's right. Biggie. I that got Biggie. Um, yeah, I got Biggie. Um, my girlfriend got this for me for my birthday. Uh, my my bucket list is to see all of the MLB stadiums. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't scratch any off this year, which sucks. Yeah, those um, And then happy. I'm actually on a bar right cool. now. So that, I have all my liquor and everything wow. underneath. Yeah. No, I... Like I said before, we started recording. I watched a bunch of YouTube videos. I like the the drink of the week segment. I guess you got going on. Um, I I had to get this out first. Like it's it's the last couple weeks for me have been really shitty sports wise, and the Bears just really they they took it to another level of embarrassment this past week compared to what they did against the Vikings. Uh, so what's what's the drink that all Bears fans should should be drinking watching them pl- like play offense? Um, I think it depends on like where you want to be at towards the end of the game. Like, do you just want to not, I'm, if you want to like out. to, <laughs> yeah. okay. If we're trying to black out, I would say for, um, 
every like interception, you take a shot of Jameson, Ooh. Ooh, okay. um, uh, which again could be very, very dangerous. <laughs> yeah. um, I would then say, just obviously, I, I'm a I love beer, so just have a beer. Um, and then you know, for every time you know someone tries to run through, which never fucking happens, <laughs> um, you know, just just drink, you know, however many yards it is that they didn't do, drink that for the amount of seconds. So so take a shot of we're looking at like either a rum or a whiskey and then sober up with a beer sober yeah. up with a beer i think it's a good mm-hmm. it's it, someone equalizer. told me yeah. uh yeah it's a good equalizer it's like a chicago handshake a girlfriend of mine does like pbr and jameson mm-hmm. i just i like handshake. miller like yeah i've heard that before yeah or maybe it's no i think it's malord oh, it's no. old style. that's that what it is, is yeah no God. don't do that don't style don't do that. Uh, I mean, unless you like have an ex coming into town. I did do that when an ex came into town. I gave him I a would, shot of my If I like had a colonoscopy coming up, that's what I would drink to like clean it's the not system. A, <laughs> it's, it's not a bad idea if you just need to like completely yeah. clear you out. Do it. Um, but for the game, I would say definitely have Jameson. Um, Target sells these like little mini bottles. Uh, yeah, yeah. So don't like absolutely kill yourself and put yourself in the hospital. Um, <laughs> but just go with a beer and just. What kind of beer? What, what beer are we drinking? I would drink a Miller Lite. Oh, I would drink a can. Cody has a, to be Cody's a can, a though. I love Miller Lite. There you go. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. We so I, I have this. What do you What do you think about Yingling? Like I'm drinking Yingling right now. I have 136 more of these bottles in my fridge. I love Yingling. Why do you have 136 uh, bottles so, in the fridge? So, They're not going out of so style. They don't sell them in Illinois. I know that. Work, but, I have to go to Indiana a couple times a week for. Well, can you bleep out work, Cody? Uh, on, on, my, on my way back. You on my way back, bleep this part out. Sometimes I send, send my receptionist down. <laughs> She'll, I, I tell her to stop at a liquor store and pick me up a Casey Yingling just every time. <laughs> I get it because that's how I am when I go to Wisconsin with Spotted Cow. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. yep. Yep. I'm the same way. Yep. So I, I get it. Uh, it's good though. I mean, drink what you want to drink, but like for those, I feel like if because it's such a process to get, like drink those in like good moments. Like don't Ooh. don't associate them with the bears and bad moments. Fair. I think that's See, that's fair. difficult Point, though because the bears suck all the time, <laughs> and it's I don't know. It's just like a I won't say it's like soothing. Like doesn't soothe my pain of the bears being terrible, but. I don't know. I just I I I need to drink so badly when I watch the Bears. I don't think mm-hmm. I necessarily associate it <laughs> with with Yingling. I don't know, but yeah, I agree. I agree with you though. <laughs> I got you. Um, I Jenna. So bar talk with Jenna. Um, I I love the name and and the logo of, of all of it and everything. How how long have you been doing the show? So I started uh, in March. Okay. Uh, it actually happened. It's like a sad story, but it's a fun story. Um, I'm a bartender, obviously. So my family Mm -hmm. owns one of the oldest Irish pubs in the United States. Mm -hmm. So I grew up in a bar. I thought that was normal. Um, And then I work at a bar uh, downtown on the Riverwalk. And when the pandemic hit, I was like, I'm not going back to work for a really long time. Like, I just had a really bad gut feeling. And so I let myself be sad for one day. Mm-hmm. I got in my car and I cried and oh, I screamed no. and I yelled and, and it did, I did all of it. I got it out of me. And then the next day I said, I need a reason to wake up every day mm-hmm. because my roommate was a nurse. My other roommate still had her job. So they had purpose in life. And I was planning on launching Bar Talk um, as a podcast come uh, the White Sox uh, home mm-hmm. opener. Okay. And I said, well, why can't we just 
virtually share a drink and why can't I virtually be your bartender? Like, let's just do that. Mm. So it started as an Instagram live and we did 40 shows in two and a half months. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's, uh, I've done more in this short period of time than I could have imagined I'd do in like a year, but it's given me a lot of purpose. It's given me a lot of uh, creativity, which I love. And I get to like have conversations and talk about my favorite things, which is sports and booze. So I I feel like it's like the best of both worlds. What's uh, like, what's your long, like, what do you think like long-term do you want to want to do with it? Maybe like content wise. Uh, so the goal is, so actually the way that it's being like made now Mm -hmm. is not how I had anticipated it. The, the original goal is like, I want to have people from very different backgrounds come to my bar and I want us to have really cool conversations, whether it's about life, about sports, about whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just, I have this belief that we have more in common with each other than we have different. And it's it's so easy, I think, to look at people to be like, oh, well, you know, you're white or you're black or you're Hispanic or you're a woman, you're a man, you have Mm -hmm. nothing in common. But I think when you really take the time to like peel back the layers of people, you, you find those commonalities. So that would be the goal, like long-term, like, you know, hopefully post pandemic, Mm -hmm. um, but for now, you know, we get to talk and have some cool conversations, and that's. I saw what I'm the video. You uh, you talked to Barstool Carl like at a bar. Yeah. Was it was it at your bar? That was at my yeah, bar. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was so. We're, whenever like bars and stuff opened up, were you able to besides him? Like, were you planning to maybe try and do more of that then? That, yeah, so that was the goal. Like, I wanted to still do it, like, in my little setup that I have here because we have a nice little oh, yeah. space around around the camera. Um, But I did want to have some conversations at the bar and, like, the one guest that I actually had on the show, uh, I had Nikki Lopez who plays with the Kansas City Royals. So mm-hmm. his dad and my dad played 16-inch softball together growing up. Oh, so I, I've known Nikki since he was a kid. So kid, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's an Aprilville kid. Yeah. So we used to travel when we were kids, like with our dad to, to games. So I said to him, I was like, hey, like we didn't know there obviously wasn't going to be like in-person baseball. But I was like, yeah, when you guys come to Chicago, like you and your dad come on the show. So like we were going to have him come to the bar and like mm-hmm. sit at the bar and like, you know, mm-hmm. we get to ask our dad the old timers questions, which I thought would be a lot of fun. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. yeah. You uh, you showed us the or obviously the the thing behind you with the the ballparks. Which ones you got on the list there? So let's see. Um, are we stuck? Okay. So we have uh, Tropicana Field, which I never fucking suggest anyone to go to. I see. Life. I've heard that from many people. They say Wait, it why? is just run down and shitty. Food it's, sucks. It, the the food is not it's not bad mm-hmm. it's not great i think you know like honestly like i really think that like comiskey has some of the best food For in sure. all of baseball yeah. so like mm-hmm. yeah. I agree. i'm just spoiled yeah. like we're ju- i'm just spoiled um but tropicana makes no sense like in tr- like the the pathway to walk is literally like single file line Ooh. so it takes forever to get anywhere and then if you want to go hang out in the outfield to like grab a beer and chat with people the beer, the, the bar is facing the opposite way. So <laughs> you can't, you can't see the, the field. Game. You can't even watch the game. It makes no sense. Yeah. So don't go there. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, the White Sox, right. uh, Comerica uh, in Detroit mm-hmm. loved that. Um, Kaufman, I loved Kaufman. Oh, that's loved on, I, I want to go to that Oh, one. it's yeah. beautiful. It was so beautiful. Uh, Target Field in Minnesota. It's a new one. I went one? to school there. Yeah, the new yeah. one. So uh, it, be- it makes, it's a, 
gorgeous outside field, but it makes no sense for a city that snows like mm-hmm. all year round. Just doesn't make sense. Uh, Angel Stadium. Angel Stadium was really nice. The parking there is a pain in the ass and just like the all that shit sucked. <laughs> um, the Marlins. Beautiful. You see the whole skyline of downtown Miami. Nice. Um, so hopefully now, like, I mean, they're not, th- Miami's a weird place, mm-hmm. like, cause, but I don't know. They're great. Um, uh, where else, where else, where else? Oh, Coors Field in Denver and then Chase Field in Arizona. And I have actually never been to Wrigley. I was going to say, it's like waiting for you to say I've it. Never, You've never I've, been to Wrigley. Come Field. On. Like it's, I get it. You're a White Sox <laughs> fan, but you didn't even go to the Crosstown uh, cup or anything like that. Cup, like I've been, so, I've been to to, I know. The, to the I know. to the G spot as they like to call it on the south side. I've been there and I like it. And I so, like the food, but come on, you got to go to Wrigley Field at least once. I know. <laughs> so my obviously, I said I'm like if I were to ever go, I'd want to go with my dad. Yeah. And so I was like, Dad, come on, let's go. Like we'll go to like I'm like let's go to a crosstown game or let's get tickets mm-hmm. or something. And he's like, I ain't going. I'm sitting in my chair. Uh, like I'm not getting up. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be around those people. Um, and then as a kid, when I wanted to go, my dad's like, you're not being around them drunk. So I was like, okay, I'm just not going to go. And now at this point, I'm like, well, maybe it's poetic. Maybe I just let it be the last stadium because they're not right. knocking it down. Right. You know? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Never even like seen a concert or anything there. Wow. Like, I've been to Wrigley, like, you to know, the, like the gone on Park Street. Yeah. yeah. Like hung out at the bars and stuff and like always have a good time. Just, yeah. Never been in the stadium. Wow. That's <laughs> never been in the stadium. I like I, that uh, though. Like, leave that as like the last one yeah. standing. I like that. I mean, right? it kind of just leave like like you kind of said poetic justice. I like that, but it's a little poetic. Hopefully, you get to the other ones. Cause I I feel like you're missing out on just like the overall experience. Like, well, and so I had like I had three planned this year. Um, I was supposed to go to Milwaukee. Like, mm-hmm. Mo- like I have a buddy who lives up there, so I was gonna go hang out with him and his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh sister's friend lives in Cleveland. So I was like, you know, why is there a reason to go to Cleveland? She's there. So I'll go see her mm-hmm. and go to a ball game mm-hmm. and then was going to go to Boston. Oh. And, you know, I've been to 2020, 2020 happened. Yep. Mm-hmm. 2020. My fear of going to Boston is though. I feel like I'll never come home. <laughs> My girlfriend's the same way. She honestly, yeah. she would move to Boston if we, if we could right now, like she, that's where she right? wants to go. Uh, I've been, that. I guess I've been to Fenway, I've been to Bush stadium where the Cardinals play, obviously been to Wrigley, I've been to the, the G spot, uh, been to where the giants play highly recommend. It might be, oh, yeah. might be at my very top. Uh, I would yeah. probably have it at the top of my list. And, um, I've been to Miller park, which like you would have had a great time. The beer is also yeah. cheaper there, which is nice. Um, yeah, I know I'm, I'm missing like two more, but, um, yeah, I've been to like seven or eight of them. It's. It's on my list too. I got. I want to be able to go to all of them. I love that. Yeah. I got got two things. One, boys, take notes. She's got a ring light. We all need yep. to invest. Two. I'll send. I'll send oh, you the link after. Yeah. So, yeah. previously a bartender. <laughs> do you have plans to like either go back to that when we're up and going? Like as far as like incorporating it beyond just like the the content or. Is that, I mean, I don't know what that's going to look like for you. Is it going to be something you want to go back to or? Um, I mean, God, it's hard. So like I, I am working now. Um, <laughs> okay. I, but it's not, it's not it's so same. touch and go right it's, now. It's so like, I, like I went in today for our lunch shift and like in terms of like, like putting it in numbers. Cause I think everyone has to see shit in numbers. Mm. So I used to work a lunch shift uh, at Pizzeria Portofino 
and would have the whole bar and would get tipped out. And uh, before my tip outs, I used to easily make anywhere from, you know, like a, let's say 175 to $200 for, for lunch. Okay. Like I did yeah. good. Like I had my regulars, you know, like you, you get high check averages. Um, and I made 2250 today. Wow. Damn. Fuck. <laughs> and no, like, so, so, th- so that's the thing is like, I, I don't like to, I don't like to say it to be like, Oh, poor me. I, I say, it cause I think people don't understand sure. like, yeah. how, how hard it's hitting like the service industry oh, people. Yeah. Um, but there's a reason I've been doing this for as long as I mm-hmm. have, like, you know, like I, I was still pursuing like my dream of doing this while bartending, but like, I never, I never had a bad day going into work when I bartended. Like I loved it. Like I loved the people. I love interacting. Um, I love food, mm-hmm. you know? So like I enjoyed being around all that. So if there is a way to still do it, um, I'd obviously love to, I just don't know what that's going to look like. It's it's going to take a really long time for that industry to like really bounce back and look like what I'm, what it I'm is. thinking spring 2021. That's going to be a that's going to be we're going to bounce back. I think we're going to I back. I hope so. I hope so. And and I know like even at my family's bar, like we're a, you know, we get a lot of Sox fans. We have, you know, we're big on St. Patrick's Day, big mm-hmm. on Black Wednesday. We normally get a big ugly sweater party, which would be now. Right. For sure. Um and we can't do any of that. Like and so all of these like big night days that I would have, mm-hmm. I'm just not having. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, if there's a way to do it, you know, hopefully by summer, if it's, if it's better by summertime, that's what I'm hopeful um, of, you know, 2021. But like, you know, for now I'm like, I'm enjoying this time of like not working and not bartending like six shifts a week because sure. I get to put a lot of energy into yeah. this now. Yeah, that's how I feel like how I've been because I lost my job in March right after the pandemic hit. Uh, actually, like the week before, I went on vacation with my girlfriend and her family. And while we were in Mexico, we got the news that like the NBA and college basketball were like canceled. And we were like, holy fuck. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and yeah. then flew into O'Hare when we got back and everyone's just like, you could just feel the anxiety and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. And, you know, basically came back to just nothing normal at all. Like it was, and it's been like that since obviously. So, um, but yeah, like I, I feel what you're saying. Like, I feel like that's how I've been with, with this podcast. Like we started in January. So we're just kind of with, it started me and Tommy just doing it like once a week. And now yeah, our, doing- our first show was the day after New Year's. So it was New Year's day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, hung over as shit <laughs> knocking it yep. out like yeah, yeah. That was, yeah that like was i said we were doing like once a week because we were at the beginning of the year like you know we had jobs and like didn't want to get too like like busy with it and everything mm-hmm. and then like i said lost my job and now we're doing like live streams and we're doing like all we, kinds we, of different things on social media we went from like <laughs> talking sports and whatever to like fighting with people on Facebook about Nickelodeon cartoon intro oh songs. God. Yeah, that had to be that, was, yeah. that had to be the one of the I, best episodes. Yeah, I, yeah. I was literally like cussing we people were out doing on like Facebook drafts. about SpongeBob. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, as a bartender, what was like? I, I guess mm-hmm. as like a mixologist, what is like the most difficult drink to make? To like really just mm. nail it, you gotta you gotta be like precise. So honestly, like, and I don't say this to sound like bodacious, um, okay. but like there's really, I, you know, I don't mean to sound like, but you get what I'm trying to say. Like um, making drinks, it, like there's a science to it. Uh-huh. And once you understand the builds to them, 
it's very easy because um, most drinks have the same build. It's just substituting mm-hmm. what liquor and what juice, meaning like right, juice right. or something like that. Um, but I'm looking down at my bar right now. Like we, we used to have this one drink at uh, Pizzeria Portofino called the Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Whiskey which, Tango Foxtrot. What so we the called fuck? it the W. Okay. The what? Yeah, it was it was the nice. WTF. Um, so it had it was the like when I tell you I as a bartender, never recommended it to guests only because there was one, two, three, four, five. There were seven things in it. So you think, so, so when you think about it in terms of time-wise and money-wise, okay, why am I going to have, it's going to take me, I got to put seven things Mm -hmm. in one drink and it's, let's say, I don't know, let's say it was $12 or I can charge you or I could say, yeah, I want to get this lovely glass of wine. That's like $21. And all I got to do is pour it. Mm, do you know what right. I mean? So I'm like, it, it's one, it's like you, the amount of steps of service that you, um, s- you save time. And then I can go to the next person and ask them for the same glass of wine when I'm still on the first thing before. Um, but what, I don't know, like, what is their heart? Like if I were a bartender and someone asked me, I would just like grab a bottle of Makers or Jack and I would just like pour it into a glass and I would just be like, tell me when to stop. That's like <laughs> that's like the limit of my skill set when it comes to making drinks. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I, so the, my family's bar is like a beer and shop bar. Perfect. So, Perfect. It, it, so that's Simple. what I grew up on. I, I'm not like I was drinking beers at like at birth, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Drinking my like late teens. We wouldn't um, judge if you did. It's okay. <laughs> no, I drank in my late teens. Like I was, I was a very like dedicated, committed athlete. So like I, I didn't touch it. Like ask any of my friends, they, they will attest it. I was the designated driver my entire teenagers. Um, but no, when I started working in the in the restaurant industry, like obviously it's a different kind of scene, and so I had to learn how to make like cosmos mm-hmm. and old fashions and Manhattans. Um, how to make a martini, a dirty martini, uh, a vest and and all of these things that I was like how do you make that like <laughs> so I started to really you know just I guess like hone in on mm-hmm, the craft mm-hmm. and realize that I liked it that I knew what to sell like how to sell things to people I guess too um based off of certain people I don't know if that makes sense but um I don't know I don't really know if there's anything hard I, I I'm, I'm like I'm like really trying to think about like some of the drinks that we've made um like over time but like I'm no, I don't. I don't think so. I'll I mean, that's you. like that. I mean, just like like a a, a beer and a shop. That's the per. I mean, that's right down the middle. That's all you need. Yeah, that's yeah. all I ever ask I for. It's like I'll go and I'll get like a Budweiser and like two shots of Jack, and then I'll just like you know holler at you if I want want more. I mean, that's just it's right down the middle. That's all you need. That's all I ever yeah. want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We there we have a funny story. So there was one night, I think it was Black Wednesday, maybe like three years ago, and my cousin was working with me. And so obviously this night is like literally wall to wall, like shoulder to shoulder, like we're breaking every type of fire code. Like it's 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 yes. but like that's the, those are the right. nights I like thrive. Yeah. And um everyone there's you know everyone it's it's beers or it's like very simple mixed mm-hmm. drinks like a vodka soda right. which like is easy to do and some guy came up and said to my cousin he's like i'll have an old-fashioned she's like yeah not gonna happen try again and and turned around and walked away 
And and she goes, okay, now what do you want? And he's like, I'll take a Bud Light. She's like, that's what I thought. Nice. Here we go. Yeah. So she she was a savage, but I was like, you have to though. Just fuck like, you, buddy. <laughs> like it was like read it was Look like read the room. Read yeah. the room. Look around. Yeah. You. Read the read the room. Like you can get that downtown or mm. somewhere that's like high end cocktail bar. You're not getting it at a corner tap. Right? Have you ever had anybody who's just like or any stories about anyone who's just got outrageously just completely blacked out? Or anything like that, where they've just done something completely idiotic at the bar. Always, <laughs> always. Like, it, I, I mean, God, like, get, narrow it down. Like, what kind of moronic, idiotic thing do you want to know? The threshold would be right below having to call local law enforcement. Okay, so I almost did call law enforcement on someone. Um, it was so I. Most people don't know of this, but we do these things in Bridgeport called kitties. Um, so basically what it means, it's like a deal. Like you go downtown and they're like, there, there's okay. a deal tonight. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, I don't even remember what night it was, but it was a kitty night. So basically it was like, I think it was like 30 bucks, 30 or 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. You drink from this time to this time. And basically it's like, you know, domestic beer and, you know, like, well, kind of like a, almost a happy hour type. Kind, yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. But as a bartender, especially in a cash bar, it's like easier for me to like, just have all the money here and I just take it mm-hmm. and bring it in instead of like running back and forth. Sure. So anyways, um, I was getting ready to walk down and the guy, this guy went in the cooler and grabbed his, grabbed himself a beer. <laughs> no, I didn't know him. And I said, the fuck you doing? Just grab. And he was like, just self served. He, like he, he, he just self, he just self served, grabbed it out. And I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, you weren't going to get it for me. And fuck I already paid him. Like, off. I go, <laughs> I go, is, that's, I said, that's not how this works. <laughs> I said, I said, I'm going to take that back and you and your friends can leave. And he goes, no, I'm not. And I said, excuse me. And he's like, I'm not leaving. I said, okay, then I'm going to call the cops. So now mind you, the way that a Bridgeport bar works is like, we don't have bouncers, Mm -hmm. but every guy in there is like a cousin Mm -hmm. and they're big and they're fucking scary. So they are the bouncers. Let's go. And they're drinking. Let's go. So I walk over to the bar, to the phone that's on the wall, which was a total bluff because it wasn't even plugged into any sort of outlet. And then I decoy turned around. Phone. Okay. It was a decoy phone. I walked around. I said, I'm going to give you one more chance to walk out of here with some fucking dignity because you're surrounded by a bunch of off-duty police officers. So it's your call. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. And then he walked out. And I remember Just when he got out the door, it wasn't even that there was, a, we have this drunk little guy who, who has like that like flowing, like, Bieber hair, but it's like old, like he's older and he's like, it's like he got some craze in there, which is fine. And he's like, Yeah, get the fuck. I was like, Dude, I was like, Fuck you, you haven't said anything the entire time. You're gonna say something when he's 40 feet away from you. I was like, Shut the fuck up. He's like, I, well, I was just trying. I'm like, You're not helping. You're not helping. Shut up. So that That's probably in terms of like almost calling law enforcement. That was, that's definitely been a wow. Problem. All right. Yeah. Well, hey, the law. Um, I think one question we talked about before you enter the Zoom. Uh, we have a segment on the show. It's called Shadow Realm of the Week. In Shadow Realm, it's basically just like someone who, you know, who did something really stupid or you pissed off at or, you know, it's just, I don't know. That, that's the best way I can really explain it. So it could, it could also be like anything personal or it could be like in the news or something you mm-hmm. see on Twitter that just makes you upset. Yeah. And like you just kind of like throw them thing. into this like realm of just stupidity. Like you got, you got yeah. one, you got one for us before we let you go. Oh, like a, oh man kind of moment. Sure. Yeah. I, I feel like that. There, or, like for instance, like mine uh, is going to, is like uh Scotty Pippen juniors, like mentions on Twitter. <laughs> 
Didn't he just do something? His Am mom, I crazy? His who's 46, is <laughs> dating Malik Beasley Jr., who plays, I believe, for the Nuggets. Uh, but Malik... He's 20, 24? He's 24, but people, she's, she's slept with probably over a dozen NBA players knowingly, but he's also trying to make his way into the NBA. And also Malik Beasley has a wife and a girlfriend and is also dating. I didn't know he has, that a, he has a wife, a girlfriend, and Laura Pippen. <laughs> yeah, and Larsa Pippen, correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Jesus. So yeah. his mentions are in the shadow realm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor, I didn't know he was married. That's wild. Got a big heart. God. So yeah, didn't, didn't mean to <laughs> put you on the spot, but it, do you, is, <laughs> the, is there anything like that you, you'd like to throw out there for the listeners? Yeah, it's the Bears. Yep. Word. Let's go. Word. Yep. It's the Bears. Yeah. It's the like. I'm not kidding you. I, I like we talk. I talked about this all day at work. Like you know, my just. I mean, I said this a few weeks ago, but like, if there was a way to trade away our entire defense, <laughs> I would do it because they don't oh, deserve. Our, whoa! And I say, but so hear me out. Hear me out. So okay, you guys are obviously baseball people. So do, in 2016, okay, mm-hmm. Chris Sale for the White Sox, yep. the White Sox ace pitcher. Mm-hmm was having like the best year of his life. He would pitch all the way into like the sixth or seventh inning would kill it. And then our bullpen would come in and would choke. Mm-hmm. And then our offense couldn't do anything. So guess what? He would lose every time. Now oh. as a team player that he was, he couldn't say anything about it because he he is a team player, mm-hmm. but like you knew inside that killed him. Mm-hmm. So what did we as an organization do? We realized maybe selfishly that okay. he was never going to win it. with us. I see it. So we let him go. We let the, he was a caged little butterfly in this really small box and we let him go and he, and he flew and won oh, a world series. That makes me okay? sad. It, it makes you sad, but it made me happy because mm-hmm. I, I was a sale fan mm-hmm. and I wanted sale to do well. So I look at this bears defense and I'm like, they deserve a super bowl. Mm-hmm. They deserve an offense getting, that is I'm going to help them. I'm getting air bud vibes right now. So I, I what well, if if I could and I know it's not even possible but like I would trade them to a team that needs defense like like the Seahawks like I would give them like I would just do a complete flop and I don't even it's I know it's not possible but like our defense is so good I need to we need to release them and let them go. Yeah. I've never heard that perspective before. That but that makes so much sense. Yeah. Yep. Like that came out as like an immediate hot lava just absolutely scolding take. <laughs> yeah, came full I get it. and it, it did a 180 and it's clear as day now and it makes total sense and it depresses and, and it, me because like that's probably on at least just from like a perspective of having respect for those players let I just know. go play somewhere else to win this I mean, might be the last year you too you can say the same thing real. about Allen robinson like he deserves a better offense no <laughs> a quarter know. just a quarterback yeah oh mm, it, I, it, it just it's very um I am like, God, if, if these five, these five weeks have been very painful for me, I just feel bad for like Jets fans and Browns fans. If they've had to deal with this shit for years, cause I'm like, I am in so much like pain mm-hmm. as a fan and it's not even that long. Right. So like, how do I, and I'm like, you know, I get, you know, I'm a fan. So mm-hmm. like, I'm not, my no means my bandwagon. Like I'm a bears fan. I'm gonna be a bears fan. But like, the Bears make it really hard to be a Bears fan they right do. now. Cody Cody started running live streams uh, during the Bears games, then for the night games, and he just chugs Miller Lite like at, <laughs> after like six different things. Like, oh, if the Bears get a negative play, if the Bears get a turnover, yeah. he's like, I'm just gonna rip shots of Miller Lite. I was do I was having my own personal power like, hour Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, 
was it just, was it was beautiful but also sad it was so time. sad man this is so sad <laughs> i i sat down and watched it and my my roommate um d- does no knows he knows nothing about sports like doesn't care and wow. so i'm just yelling at the tv like it, it's okay it's a great it's a great it works out great but like i'm yelling at the tv and then the guy who lives upstairs is like oh football must be <laughs> like he'll text like he'll, he'll text me and be like oh jenna's upset sorry what 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 did what did they not do well today um oh everything but ev- oh ever like where <laughs> right, do we be today, right. you know and then it's like i'm just like i can't even go on my phone mm-hmm. especially twitter because twitter just makes me so sad yeah. like oh, yeah, it just it just dumpster fire yeah. oh my god like i just I, i'm like i don't even know what i'm supposed to do anymore mm-hmm. like I guess we're just all going to be in pain together is like the best way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pain. It. Pain describes it all, man. Just like the Will Smith meme. Yeah. <laughs> pain. 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 All right, Jenna. Well, you guys got anything else? I, I'm, I appreciate you for coming on, Jenna. You're great. great oh my God. Yeah. Anytime. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, John, Tommy, anything? I'm good. I look forward to having you on again as repeat. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Anytime, we need to, guys. We need to get some drinks next time. Though. Yeah, like next time, sure. like, we'll get, we could do like oh, a, real like quick, a, like, like a, a drink, drink real session. quick too. Uh, so you and you and Sean are relatively close. He lives in a really nice apartment building. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's talk about this privilege his, problem of his Sean. complaint. Oh, yeah. Is that he would when the weather was nice out, he would open up his windows, and he has a chocolate factory that's next door, and he complained about how it smelled like chocolate too much. Okay, so okay, he pause, put it. He pause. put it. He put it in a really pause. bad light there. And, and okay, what, go ahead. Can I, mean, go can ahead. I? Can you give me like like the the cross streets of where you're at? Like, I'm not gonna come like knocking on your door and be that fucking weird, but I need to know like where this factory is in equivalence to where you're at. It's uh, Kinsey and Jefferson. Okay, I don't actually know where that is. It's but it's, it's in like, the West Loop. It's it's I think it's like Fulton Market area. So it's uh, just just north of the West Loop. I'm right on the river. So if like if you do you know what like I I can look yeah. right out on the river and then the so tri- you're like the West Tribune Town. Buildings. You're like West Town yeah. area then. Okay, yeah. I know where you're at then. Got it's you. Like, look, boys, I can't sleep. River it smells West. like chocolate too much. <laughs> so here's the thing. So this is it. All started off with my buildings run by Central Air, not individually cooled and heated um, apartments. So got you. My neighbors smoke a lot. And I have to open the windows. It's fair. Because I have no, I, and I also have no air conditioning. So uh, I'd open the windows and I either get <laughs> massive amounts of heat in my apartment with some smells, or I open the windows and just get pounded with like straight chocolate smell into That's, my, into my I nose. I mean, come on. And it's like, and it was great at first because I, like, I'd open the window and be like, damn, this smells like Portillo's chocolate cake all the time. <laughs> and then like oh. three, and, and like three days go by and I'm like, now all I smell is Portillo's chocolate cake. <laughs> And now it's old. Now I'm like, now I'm kind of pissed. <laughs> so and you're that's, mad that's that's that your that your that your high neighbors have ruined the smell of Portillo's that's, chocolate. It's like a combination of everything. I think you need to get a candle then. Well, that's a good idea. Not a, that is. Not I think you idea. just need to embrace that you're just gonna live in an aroma of chocolate mm-hmm. and weed and kush. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the worst maybe. things in the world. <laughs> well, you know, maybe maybe you guys are onto something. Sean, like you got to think about this. Like you got to combine these two. How do you make a profit off of this? Mm. How do you make a profit off of this weird just thing? Just jar up those smells. 
Yeah. Oh. up the smells. <laughs> add 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 the smell of Mary Jane mm-hmm. to the smell of that chocolate factory and figure out how to make a weed Portillo's cake. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, come on. Factory. We're going to have to cut this portion out because we're going to have to patent this and then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want to give anyone else any ideas. <laughs> no ideas, everyone. I said nothing. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Just the about. two yeah. most popular things on earth, chocolate and weed. Chocolate <laughs> and weed. How about that? Oh my god! All right. I'm sorry though. That's gotta suck though. Like, I, I, I would. I, I mean, like, I, I would be annoyed if my neighbors were always smoking and that's all you smelled. Like, so I can only imagine how. Like, it is frustrating. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it is. But I mean, I, the way I presented it to him was like, at least you don't live like downwind of like a sewage treatment facility. Like, it, it, to try and like evacuate some of the smell of smoke you open your window it smells like shit right it It could be much worse it could be it could be much worse yeah i mean you could live next to a giant sewer plant Mm -hmm. you could um yeah we won't fall down that rabbit hole my head's already gone there so we don't gotta we don't gotta go there Uh, but yeah oh my god yeah all right jenna well uh once again thanks for coming on and uh like I said, we'll talk soon. Yeah, no, seriously, anytime. This was a lot of fun. And uh, I was going to say, just send me the link when you guys finish it, and I'll I'll post it, because I'm not doing a show this week. So this actually kind of cool. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Glad I to gotta, help you. <laughs> yeah, no, it actually, it was great, because the guy that I have on next was supposed to come on this week. We just, like, couldn't plan the time. But, um, but yeah, I'll post it. So you guys just send it send it my way and, uh, and keep it awesome. up. This was this is fun. Hopefully, once all this is done, you guys make a trip down to Bridgeport. And yeah, we'll have to come to the bar. Yes. the bar. Yeah, come to the bar. I know, like, come to a White Sox game. I, I, and I'll make my way to, to Wrigley. I will, I promise. <laughs> it's just not happening now. Yeah. No, I definitely I that definitely would love to come down to the bar, check it out. And then also, I mean, I'm always down to go to a baseball game, whatever. <laughs> exactly. We'll be back smelling beer, hot dogs. Let's go. Oh, man. Oh, man. Drunken, drunken, swelling. You're making my hair stand up. Oh, man. I know, right? (laughs) Smelly fat man. I've never looked forward to seeing a man with a shirt off more in my life. (laughs) So true. It's gonna, it's gonna be great. Like, be like, look at that belly. I just love it so much. I know. (laughs) It's gonna be gross. It's gonna be gross, but everyone's gonna be like, we're all picturing the same guy right now. Like, oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah, he's got the lint in his belly button. Like, it's just sick. Yeah, oh, but you know you're kind of you're kind of excited to see. Uh, yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> That's summer. Oh my god! I can't wait. Well, guys, thank you again. Um, yeah, if you at any time, just let me know. And you know, Cody, you have my email or just DM me. That's totally fine. But uh, you guys take care, and we'll, and we'll chat soon. Okay? For sure. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Welcome back. Thanks to Jenna. God, she was awesome. Great conversation. Thanks for jumping on the podcast. Go, uh, go give her we need to take take her podcast and just combine it with ours. <laughs> give her. We'll, we'll we'll have to talk to her about that. We should just like help each other out. We'll just like you know, I don't know. I mean, it goes good with our brand because you know we're all about sports and beer too, and so is on tap. So Word. it kind of makes sense. You know what I mean? Word up. Anyway, let's get into our normal segments. Let's start with Bachelorette update. We got two episodes to recap the last two weeks since we didn't talk about it last week. Um, so y'all want to get the timer going? Tommy, you got it? Yeah, I'm trying to get it. Uh, what is it? 99 seconds, right? 99 seconds. 
And uh, dude, you, I saw a picture of the the new Bachelor. Oh my god, she's so hot. The, the new Bachelorette, yeah, Tasha, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to do math in my head. Ninety one minute sixty seconds, and then thirty. Okay. <laughs> All right, three, two, one, go. Okay, so I'm gonna keep it pretty short this week. Um, you know. Tasha, she two weeks ago she got rid of three random guys that didn't even know their names of, so I didn't really give a shit. Last week or last night she got rid of Easy, which I was kind of upset about. Like I, he was a cool guy. Uh, he basically, but the reason that I think she got rid of him, he literally said that he thought he was falling in love with her, and then she gave him the oh he ho or heave ho. So R.I.P. to Easy, pour one out for him. Uh, ben, uh, he got a he got a rose basically because he got naked. Um, so Tasha saw that and she was like, he's sticking around. So uh, congrats on the future sex there. Um, yeah, I, I really don't have much. Uh, there was, there hasn't really been anything that entertaining. It, the, the rivalry between Noah and Bennett. Bennett looks like fucking Clark Kent. Love that guy. I hate him at the beginning of the show. Now I love him just because he's like, he like professionally will like troll you or tell you how stupid you are professionally. Like, he's a Harvard grad. He'll tell you. He's not going to tell it to you like I would. He's going to tell it to you like someone with a lot of money and a lot of privilege would. Um, I, and I normally hate those kinds of people. But for some reason on this show, he's just very entertaining. So I, I'm very Team Bennett. Uh, as far as the entire show, I am Team Ben at this point. Uh, I was Team Easy, but he's gone. So RIP pouring out. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens with Noah and Bennett because she's about to get rid of one of them. And they just ended on a cliffhanger last night. So... Um, yeah, that's all I really got. Any questions, boys? Uh, How much time do we have left? <laughs> I mean, that was... <laughs> you can't you can't do any better than that. Yeah. Uh, that was probably my best one, yeah. <laughs> any questions? No? Uh, that, that was good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah, we watched last night. Uh, yeah, it is what it is. I don't know. It's a wild season, just because it's the pandemic year. So. Anyway. Uh, you want to move on to cool and tough guys? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, Sean, you want to start? Yes. Uh, my cool and tough is Sarah Fuller. Oh, the kicker, the kicker for from Vanber- Vanderbilt. 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 Yep. So it's okay. Two things. One, it's just a, like a cool story. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, and it also sucks that she didn't even get a chance to kick cause they got the shit kicked out of them mm-hmm. and they couldn't even get to the field. Yeah, the I saw that. She just kicked off, um, right? That's all she did. Yeah. yeah. And it was a good kick too. Yeah. Okay. People, well, people mistake it. People mistake it for a missed kick, but you saw okay, the coverage was team was it? going straight for it. So it was yeah. a squib. It was a squib. Okay. It was a squib. Yeah. Uh, but an even cooler thing was how the team got the shit kicked out of them. And she came into the locker room. She's like, why the fuck is everyone so quiet? <laughs> like, we're supposed to be so like, we're supposed to be supporting each other. We're a team. Like, why are you all? Why you guys? It would have been like, hilarious if they did a post game interview. And she's like, look, we played piss poor out there. Defense didn't do their jobs <laughs> offensively we couldn't execute <laughs> let's go gonzaga's up nine with 50 oh they're covering left. oh my god let's 50 go 50 seconds left 50 seconds left oh uh, fuck let's go yes, let's go let's go nine. oh get the rebound no oh god offensive Called rebound out. foul fuck i think uh, virginia's sorry. going to west virginia's going to line holy shit boys this is getting <laughs> this, this is getting, getting this is getting tight yeah i'm following my phone 
Let's get minus eight and a half. We need eight and a half. We need to win by nine or more. Let's go, Gonzaga. Um, um, yeah, so, yeah. She would have been like, yeah, the coaches like did terrible. Uh, <laughs> I did my job. I did great. Uh, but we just got to execute on offensive defense. That would have been hilarious if she did that, like just jokingly. Right. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> um, she is also the only kicker on the team going into this week. Ooh. So she's getting her. She's getting oh, she her has a chance start. to kick a field goal. That way, all the yes. all the freaking haters Fuck! saying that her kick was bad wasn't you know can get fucked. I have I have Gonzaga minus eight, so I'm going for a push here. So I need them to miss this free throw. It says on my phone it's seventy nine eighty six. Yeah, I just made the free throw. Fuck me in the ass. Um, all right, oh, so my, my cool and tough. I have multiple cool and toughs here. Um, my first one is I've had multiple job interviews this week. Um, so everyone, I think I said it last week. Please send thoughts and prayers. Tommy is dying. What happened? What happened? I'm, I'm falling on my phone. Oh, my God. Gonzaga missed a layup. Oh, my God. To go to go up by nine and got the rebound, then turned it over. Virginia drives to the hole, gets a bucket, and they're going to the line for nine one to make it a four-point game with 18 seconds left. God. Pour one out for the for the God cover. damn it. Pour one out for the cover. Anyway, like I said, have multiple job interviews. Uh Everyone's in thoughts and prayers that I get it. One of them, especially. Uh, so yeah, but there was another one, Sean. What was what was the other one you said that I should have? We talked about off air. I can't remember. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I forgot. Whatever. I'll, another cool and tough. Yeah, I thought I had another one, but I, I don't know. I could be off. Anyway, it's cool and tough. I'm getting job interviews in the middle of a pandemic. All right, Thomas. Uh. I'm so distracted right now. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, my cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's finally Yule log video in Christmas music season. <laughs> I'm a big proponent of throwing the Yule log fireplace, whether it be the one on Netflix or on YouTube. There's a Netflix one. Yeah, they have two different ones, and they have seasons. Uh, and the episodes are between like an hour and ninety minutes long. Uh, the best ones are the ones where the wood progressively burns. So, like, where mm. it's just like a, uh, what do you like the just a little like burning the things at the end? What do they call that? Like tim- not timber, kind like kindling or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> so throwing know. that on, throwing a little classic Christmas music on Pandora or Spotify radio, and just vibing out. To the season. Here's How many times question. have you played Mariah Carey? I have not played that at all yet. I, I not yet. Good not for yet. you. I Good. will. I will I'm probably proud of you. close to that day when I'm on the road for you know holiday travels. I'll probably bang that out a little bit, put some money in Mariah's pocket. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a big Bing Crosby, Andy Williams, uh, classic Christmas music guy, or I just like uh, like the what the pentatonics or whatever they're called the pentatonics 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah just like the uh acapella, acapella or yeah, yeah just maybe acapella. even like a little acoustic you know, classical christmas mm, yeah okay are you guys are you guys eggnog guys uh, <laughs> yeah is anyone really an egg eggnog guy <laughs> See, I can't even remember last time I had it. I had it a couple years That's ago, and I did not like it. Didn't have I've had it before. It, so I don't know I if that like was part of it. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've Maybe. had it before. It's, I mean, it, it it's nice. 
of drinking. What booze do you put in it? Like rum chata or something? I think, I think that's the, the typical. Okay. Yeah. But I look forward to this every year. I love it. I found a Yule log that's 10 hour video, 10 hours long on YouTube. <laughs> um, and sometimes I'll just play it on my laptop on uh, like my nightstand and go to sleep to it. Nice. Oh, that's vibes. That is a vibe. Yeah. yeah. That's the vibes guy here on tap. That's very on brand, bud. Um, all right. Layman week, Sean, go ahead. Um, auto porters, my layman week for the week, uh, <laughs> for going to a COVID party and sharing bottles with everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, he's also playing for a contract this year. He's the and, highest uh, paid athlete in Chicago. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's tough. And he's out fucking partying. Yeah, with the season starting, with a bunch of randos. Mm. Yeah, as the season, like the week of the first week, the first week of practice, yeah. he's out fucking balling out. He's got a test positive for COVID. What an no idiot. one's gonna feel bad for him. Uh, I know I won't. Yeah, I know I won't either. Okay, um, my lame and weak. Uh, is Devin Hester calling Jay Cutler a bad leader? He was on some like random ass show. It was it kind of was it was on Twitter yesterday. It's one of those. It's one of those uh, Bleacher Report shows. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, like Gridiron Boys or whatever. Yeah, it, was like it, it was something like that. Yeah, and there the guy was talking to Devin Hester about his career and everything. And he 87, always, 82 final Gonzaga did not cover the spread. God Fuck, Fuck you, Gonzaga. Um. Anyway. The reason that it's lame and weak is just like everyone knows that Jay Cutler was not a leader on the field. So Devin Hester was going out of his way to just kind of mention it. He was like, I think the question was, was like, why did, were you ever upset you never got more targets at wide receiver or whatever? And he just talked about how Jay Cutler and Brandon Marshall just like, well, uh, they had that, that the, this kind of relationship where they like yelled at each other. And Brandon Marshall legit like yelled at Jay Cutler one time. And he proceeded to throw like Jay Cutler proceeded to throw it to Brandon Marshall 21 straight times after that. And, um, Devin Hester just got to the point where like, are we serious basically? And I don't know. It's, it's actually a really interesting like video slash interview or whatever. Um, still got love for Devin Hester, but I'm just, I'm tired of the it Jay was, Keller I, slander and him yeah. <laughs> playing quarterback, man. It was like, whatever. <laughs> it was cool too. Cause I watched the same video earlier today. And they were explaining, uh, he was explaining how Jay Cutler's not really like a locker room guy. Yeah. But he'll he'll pick and choose the few guys that are close yeah, to him. Yeah, exactly. And I'm assuming Kyle Long's in there too. Oh, yeah. Kyle Long and Zach Miller. Guys. Those two guys yeah. are definitely on Jay Cutler's like circle. Um, you know, what is what it is, man. I don't know. Tommy, what's your layman week? Uh, my layman week is. Uh, I kind of switched it up. I mentioned it in the interview, which you guys just heard. I had Scotty Pippen Jr.'s mentions in my, that was going to be my shadow realm. <laughs> His Twitter feed and mentions are actually in my layman week. Imagine waking up like he didn't choose this life, <laughs> but your mom, who's 46, granted like be all you that can be, you know, independent woman, do whatever you want. She just gets slayed on a weekly basis by a different NBA player. While married to Scottie Pippen. Well, I don't know. I don't even know the dynamics of that relationship. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you're trying to make it into a league, whether it be through playing or operate, whatever. Mm-hmm. And your mom 
just keeps getting railed by players. <laughs> and she's very public about it. And then not like couple that, like he know I'm sure he's very well aware. Yeah. But it came became very public with the picture leaking of Larsa and Malik Beasley. Yeah. Um we'll get into the I'll get into the Malik Beasley stuff here in a second. But then his mentions, you see, you got screenshots of all those t- tweets he liked where it's just like, Scotty Pippen Jr. <laughs> like, just hates every second. Like, he didn't choose this life. Imagine, like, the Thanksgiving, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. His likes are just... Like- Imagine being Scotty Pippen Jr. and your dad's, like, you know, a historic icon. Mm. And your mom... Just <laughs> is who he is and does what she does, and then you're just you have to get on Twitter, which everyone uses, and just see that shit. Just go to Scotty <laughs> Pippen Jr.'s day. Twitter account. Just look at his likes. Look he's at his not likes. Re- he's not replying to people. Nope. Nope. He's nope, just yep. liking tweets of people yep. saying that they feel bad for Scotty and mm-hmm. how like his mom's just getting railed by NBA players. Basically, the reason <laughs> the reason it's lame and weak is because he is just so defenseless right now. Like yeah. inherently, she's not doing really anything wrong. I mean, there's some ethics stuff you could say, but I think that's more perception than anything else. But right. like, just yeah, having to listen to people talk about your mom like that, mm-hmm. and the unfortunate thing is they're not slandering her at all. They're just spitting facts. Yeah. <laughs> just has to suck so bad, <laughs> and there's not shit he can do about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, it's it's a wild story. I did not expect to see it appear on my timeline yesterday, <laughs> but it was... It was like the Jimmy Butler looking at the paper, like with his eyes squinted, like "Holy fuck!" Uh, type type thing. <laughs> uh, that was the mood. Um, all right, Shadow Realm of the week, Sean. Yes, uh, my favorite video of the week uh, is of Adam Gase post post game press conference. And reporters were asking him about play calling, and he started off. The whole thing started off as he was play. He was calling the plays. Mm-hmm. Dow Loggins wasn't calling the plays, uh, and then he was getting pressed by reporters, saying that the reporters were saying like uh, he deflected to start. And he's like Dow. Then he said Dow was calling plays, mm-hmm. and reporters were pressing him, and he's like, "Yeah, Dow was. Dow was doing that." Um, I was only calling the third downs, and they're like, "Okay, well, Dowell didn't say anything, so why are you saying it now?" And then he backed. I don't. Again. Yeah, He's I don't like, get why he. What was up with the backpack, like, dude? Because he knows. He knows. Because didn't he say he he's knows. like? They're like, no, we saw Dowell not doing anything you were clearly calling the plays but he's like oh when was it and they would say oh it's second half like oh i was trying to get some two minute stuff in yeah 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 (laughs) it was that yeah imagine being a jets fan having to deal with that fucking shit except like dude okay you guys i i the first time i mentioned it jets are doing big brain moves right now the jets front office is doing big brain moves keeping them on chestnut checkers just so yeah yeah Hmm. just so they could get trevor lawrence as soon as the season's over, they just they they literally don't have to do anything. Yeah. The entire season, just be like, just let Adam Gase be Adam Gase for the next eight games. Yep. And it's <laughs> and the thing it. is, they got guy, they got a few guys on defense. They're going to tear that thing to the studs. Bring in Trevor Lawrence. Bring in a couple of vets. They got to a couple in, first round draft picks, I think. 
couple second yep. round draft picks. That's not a lot of guys who sat out due to COVID too. They'll get those guys back. And bring in a decent staff. Their offensive line's good. Bring yeah, in a decent they're, staff. They're, they'll fuck it up, though. They're the Jets. They're the Jets. I'm never going to... We'll I'm, see. I'm, they're the Jets. <laughs> we'll see, man. They're, Either way, uh, Adam Gase sucks. Yeah. And yep. I... Yeah, he just sucks. Pour one out to me for thinking that. the Bears should have kept my offensive coordinator. I think I like... I look forward that to the, the day he gets fired. Yeah, it'll be a good day. And the compilation video of his, like... His crazy eyes, his crazy like his, his eyes, induction yeah. video, his off-season video interviews, post-game videos. Oh, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be it's gonna be like thirty minutes long. <laughs> My favorite Instagram. Uh, I don't know if I tweeted this. Sent you guys a link is uh, Kevin Clancy, who's like my favorite internet person. Mm-hmm. Uh, KFC Barstool does the goddamn Jets yeah. video series online. It is my favorite thing every week i love it so much i like watching them too i've been watching them for the last couple of years they're pretty funny yeah um nice nice well done uh my shadow realm of the week i have two of them first i'll start with uh my spotify wrapped up 2020 um it's uh-huh. a very tough scene doesn't make any goddamn sense because i just like the most random ass music so when it's telling me my top five artists, it's just like so wild. Uh, so I'm just going to throw that in the shadow room, never show, uh, share it with anyone. So you're not going to tell us who's in there? Uh, I will say name that, uh, Name three of the top five or two of right. the top five. <laughs> or no, name the five and I want to, let's guess the order. Ooh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh Is Ariana Grande number one? No, no. Uh, Jonas Brothers are in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rough start. You okay. start with like you. I don't, God damn. <laughs> it's either gonna get better. Or it's gonna get. Kygo is in there. Okay. Vibes. Oh, yep. You say Kygo. Kygo's Kygo, yeah. the shit. Okay, I like yeah. Kygo. Uh, yeah, yeah. Halsey's in there. <laughs> okay. And you know, okay. Um, those are like the three I remember. Um, there's this. It's like it's. I think their name is. Uh, Anton? He's totally covering up for no, like no. Have you ever heard of Anton? It's like an EDM artist. I only know like two songs, mm-hmm. by, but I like to. No, nah. I love to play them whenever I'm like jamming out to like mm. to work out or whatever. Sure. Suspect. Okay. Yep. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's the last one? The last one is this R&B singer called. His name's Craig David. He's a British R&B singer. Okay, so that Anton okay. dude is definitely bottom. I think list. four for a- Anson. Craig David. I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with five for him. Uh, Kygo, two. Um, Jonas Brothers, three. Halsey, one. The reason I'm saying Halsey, one is you travel with your girlfriend a lot, and I bet she bangs out to Halsey mm. quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, Halsey was not number one. She he, she was number three. Jonas Brothers. Damn, I was going to go next. Wow, RIP. Oh, sorry. Oh, wait, just, sorry. Okay, you got Halsey, three. Yep. Right? Yep. Okay, you got Halsey three, Sean. What do you got? Kygo one. Uh Jonas Brothers two. Halsey three. Uh that jazz guy, whatever. Who'd you say? Craig David. Greg David? Mm-hmm. Craig David. Sure. Craig four. Craig David. He's an R and B singer. Craig David. Mm. I don't know I said jazz. And then, uh Craig David four. And then Anson five. Yeah, Anson five. Uh, okay, Craig David knows number one because I love Craig David. I am like, Damn. I'm not even like ashamed of it. I've been to a concert of his. He he would be super popular here in America 
if he lived here, he lives in the UK. Uh, Jonas Brothers were two. Halsey was three. Anton was five. And then uh, what was the Kygo other one? four. Kygo was four. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Mine was like just country, guys. But the reason mine's fucked, like, it's all country, which I do listen to a lot of country. But I also, uh, I let the guys at my work use Spotify, use my Spotify. Mm. So they just play the same country playlist I got every day. Mm. So it's not really a true reflection. But yeah, I had like Morgan Wallen and, yeah. and Chris Young. I, I was just like confused by it all. Because like, yeah, I listened to those artists. But I didn't realize that they would be my top ones. I figured that you know, it would be a lot different. Uh, for the podcast one, I had last podcast on the left, listened to 19 episodes in one day. <laughs> and I'm like, what the Holy fuck? shit. I'm like, initially I thought, okay, had to have just fallen asleep or something, left it playing. Mm-hmm. Then I remembered I was on, I had a couple days off right when COVID hit, when I first listened to them. Or not when I first listened, but I or I had listened to them, and I remember I listened to that. I was up for I pulled an all nighter and something. I listened to that literally for like twenty seven hours straight to all their shows. Mm. Okay, so that's yeah, impressive. That's impressive. that is impressive. That's a lot of podcasts yep. listening to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, I listen to them every week. It's the Shout out to Elaine for she shared on she tagged us on Twitter yeah. today. And she's apparently her number one listen podcast on her Spotify is us. Let's go. So shout Let's out go. to her. Um, we're in the works of possibly getting some rant, uh, like some of our favorite listeners on the podcast yeah. before the end of the year. So uh, if you really listen to this podcast on a, cons- <laughs> like a consistent basis, you should uh, no one saw just that. punch just you should, like slide in the DMs or something. I don't know. I will probably, yeah, I, I can reach out to people too. Yeah. yeah, that wouldn't be that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, I had one more shadow realm, Nate Robinson, for just getting in the ring oh, with Jake Paul. Just R. like, R. all right, got bro. buckled. <laughs> this, buckled. Like the, he, him thinking it was smart to get in the ring with Jake Paul. I mean, he can't get on the internet ever yeah, again. Yeah, you guys, you telling. guys remember the memes, uh, with that weird music that went, nah, 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 and then oh, there's yeah. people like flying in the air. Yeah, it's like yeah. that, but the opposite. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. like the, the, the guys. Yeah, yeah, I like the ones that that was a good yeah. one. I like the NBA logo with his like dead body <laughs> in, instead of the. Oh, all, you you got to always have the Simba like pushing. Yeah, him, like the, wait, the get grave, up, man. The great the uh not grave dancers the when they had the casket dancers on it mm. like dancing oh, back yeah. and forth yeah. on the shoulders. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I made my own and I just like wrote Packers on Jake Paul and then put Bears next to Nate Robinson's head and then on yep. the ref I just put my morale just like yeah but Nate Robinson <laughs> bull for life so yeah still bull for life but um, <laughs> yeah yeah t- tough vibes there uh, maybe someone in his crew should have been like maybe just pre- train like a little bit a longer. couple times <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah because like, he didn't look, like he had like some but I mean Jake Paul wrestled was like. Mm-hmm. renowned wrestler in high school is almost like he's still an amateur boxer, but he's done this a bunch of times. Maybe just like practice a few more times. Yeah. But whatever they, he talked a bunch of shit and he just got rocked. He did. So, yeah. um, my shadow realm, I got, I got two as well. Okay. So my first one, uh, is, uh, Gonzaga for not covering. <laughs> I mean that 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 that's just 
Uh, that's asinine. I'll throw that UNC in square. there. I took UNC plus one today. They lost by two. Fuck you. <laughs> um, God, just I that pissed me off so goddamn much. Yep. Um, but everyone got hurt here at live, so awesome. Uh, yep. second one, Larsa, excuse me, Malik Beasley, <laughs> in general. So again, mentioned it with with uh, you know, in the interview. <laughs> He's got a wife. Mm-hmm. Who is pregnant? Already has a child with I gotta, her. Dude, I gotta Google this while you're talking. He's got a girlfriend as well. I don't know if the wife knew about the girlfriend, but he's got a steady girlfriend. And now he's like in love with Larsa Pippen. <laughs> and he slides into these people's DMs. Mm-hmm. And he was commenting on Larsa Pippen's Instagram. I was post, gonna say that I saw a, like, like a screenshot like, of it. Just straight up, not even giving a fuck. Like, yeah. I saw like, one I comment. All, he was I like, you guys. Hold on. Have you guys seen Malik Beasley's wife? Um, no. Damn. I was, oh, no. Oh, yeah. I've seen her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was going to say Malik Beasley commented on Larsa Pemba's Instagram saying, like, I wish I could take you out and treat you like a queen or something. And he's like, like just let me take you out on a date. I'll treat you like a queen. Yeah. So, so we, and then obviously the photo leaked of them at somewhere holding hands. Mm-hmm. But he would, he'll send these egregiously long emails emails to uh, I think this is to other women and he starts it out with Mia Moore and he's like just let me take care of you my more no Mia Moore like my love oh, oh yeah. okay my, my and then he, he sends these like incredibly long emails and he's talking about how all he wants to do is just like love this girl and wants to be a part of her life um, except for when he's with his wife or when he's with his girlfriend and He's just like, let me support you. I want. He goes, I want to be inside of you, and I want to support you emotionally and financially. But I want to be inside of you. <laughs> I guess at least he's. And then to the he point. has the audacity to tweet out, "Control what you can control." See, Malik, I think those emails are something you probably could have controlled by not sending them. Exactly. Exactly. It's <laughs> such a tough scene, man. And he's 24, and he's dating Larsa Pippen, who is 46, can be 47 for the end of the year, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. like, good God, get oh. it together, dude. Pour or one out. Reel it in. Reel it in, Malik. Just yeah, reel it in. Reel it in, man. Imagine what his teammates are going to think when he shows up to, what does he play for the Nuggets? I think he plays for the Nuggets. Plays for the Timberwolves? <laughs> he shows up well, to no, Timberwolves camp. No, Well, I mean, like, again, he's probably Eskimo brothers with three or four guys in that locker room. Probably. Probably. So they're probably just like, oh, it's another day. Just another day with Malik being a. Being a hey, yeah, hey, Malik. Yep, yeah, been there, man. Been, been there. there. Been there. <laughs> it just kept oh, it yeah, off the grid. Yeah, it's just throwing <laughs> a hot dog, hot dog down a hallway after Scotty was in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> God damn it, man. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Sean, um, you're, what, what's up? What are you thinking? I just don't understand. <laughs> like, it just, it, this whole thing, this whole thing, really hasn't clicked because of, because of how dumb it is. <laughs> like I'm just looking. Like I just, I have a picture of him and his wife and his kid. Oh, on. and his like, wife, you, Sean, she is gorgeous. That's why I, I'm I'm mm. looking at it. And I'm like. Yep. I, I have to keep doing like double takes back and, and, and Lars is nothing. I mean, like, she's very good looking too for so a 46 I mean, year old mom. Yes, for sure. For sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think some people are just medically 
too horny. Yeah. <laughs> like uh Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> right. Yes, like Stephen A. Smith exactly. That's a good good comparison. All right. Um we could do I was gonna present this. Um we could do never par never doubt parlay now, or we can save it for our live stream Sunday before the games. Uh I got mine now if you guys Well the Illinois it. game starts at fifteen minutes. If we just roll through it really quick, we can yeah. do it. Um, I, I want to do mine uh, just because the spider parlay hit last weekend. So, all right, you go ahead and start them. Stop showing off. Not a big deal. Uh, okay, so spider parlay eight legs. If you don't know, uh, I had the over in Washington State at USC. It's at sixty four point five, hit, hitting the over. Um, and 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 I know three of these games I listed are mentioned this evening wednesday evening as questionable because of covid concerns so you know do with that what you will mm. uh, i have texas a&m i have the spread they are seven point favorites against auburn auburn fucking sucks they are not a good football team kellen mond playing good football for a&m i got them as uh the seven point touchdown favorite on the road uh the total over in texas kansas state kansas state they stink. Texas <laughs> is either really good or they're awful. So I'm banking on Texas putting up a lot of points. Kansas State getting some gar- garbage time points. Over set at 51 at Kansas State. Uh, Liberty at Coastal Carolina. This one is the biggest question mark right Their now. QB, I think, got COVID is out this week. And that's what their COVID concerns are right now because I think yeah. three more players, uh, I think a, a handful of each on each team have actually tested positive. The over set at 53.5. Look, I don't know anything about Liberty. I didn't know they were D1 and everything until like last week. All they do is score. All yeah. they do is score points. Coastal Carolina, that team fucks as well. One of the best teams in the country. 53.5, hammer the over. I have Indiana, point spread at Wisconsin. They're plus 14. They just lost their uh, star quarterback, uh, Penix. Don't care. I love Indiana's defense. I, I'm going to have them hopefully picking up a. That's going to be tough against Wisconsin. I think they are 100% healthy. I think they got all their QBs, quarterback, you know, wide receiver. I think they're all there. I think Indiana can can keep that tight, tighter than 14. Point spread against Oregon, minus 10. Oregon at California. Uh, again, I don't know anything about either of these teams. I'm going Oregon minus 10. I'm going with their awesome new uniforms they're playing with this week. They, the uniforms fuck. Team's going to fuck. All right. Alabama at LSU. LSU fucking sucks. Alabama, they fuck. <laughs> the under, I have the under at 67 points. I just think when you see that with see that total with you know whoever at whoever because Alabama is a 33 point favorite. You say okay, garbage time TDs you can put up. No, Alabama's second string defense also does not allow points. Uh, so I'm going with the under. And then the final one, Utah minus 11, Oregon State at Utah. Again, no idea about any of these teams, but I just that number 11 looked really good to me. So I'm taking Utah minus 11. $1 will net you a return of $256.68. Similar to what I had last week. Look, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm no genius. The spider parlay will pay for your kid's college fund. <laughs> Roll with me. You don't have to worry about money for the rest of your life. All right. Let's go. That was very quick, Thomas. I was actually really impressed. Um, here, I'll do mine, and then, Sean, you can do yours last. Um, I'm going to do an NFL, NFL one. Simple four-leg parlay. 
do the Packers minus 360 against the Eagles money line. Uh, Saints minus two and a half right now. As of right now, the Saints are at minus two and a half against the Falcons. The Falcons minus two and a half. So, then do the Jags plus 10 against the Vikings. And then slam the Lions plus 145 against the Bears. Comes out to plus 1068. Five bucks wins you 58 bucks. <sighs> Thoughts? We good on that? Anyone? I'm still looking at uh, Montana Yao pictures. I ignored both of you guys. <laughs> well, thanks for uh, being absolutely <laughs> just an absolute <laughs> jag, Sean. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to you while you give us our par- your parlay. It's good because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's on brand then. Okay, guys, I'll tell you where I'll, I'll just tell you where I'm at right now. But I'm going to preface this before I actually give you my parlay. Okay. I had one dollar, one dollar and thirty eight cents in my DraftKings account before I put this bet in. So I need a, I need a retool. I need to rethink my strategy, and I need to start simple. <laughs> from the ground up, all right. <laughs> from the ground because up, because I have been shooting shots that have not landed at all. <laughs> they have not. I've gone literally the lost all my money. <laughs> so I'm starting simple. I'm going straight money lines and with some easy bets. Uh, Saints money line at Falcons. You were just talking about that minus one forty one. Uh, Dolphins money line at. Or uh, Dolphins money line against the Bengals minus five sixty. Chiefs money line minus nine ten. A lot of a lot of very, very low numbers here. Uh, Raiders money line against the Jets. Uh, Vikings money line against the Jags. Chargers money line against the Patriots. They're both uh, minus one hundred seven. I don't know if you guys saw that. And then Packers money line at the Eagles. Nice. One dollar gets me nine dollars. Plus seven sixty two. <laughs> Sean's just trying to make money to get. I'm, to- I am. You know, like what's that? What's the play where it's at? Where, where you're trying says, to just Seb, gain? Please, like, Seb, may I have some more? You're trying to set That's yourself me. up to then risk all of that on a huge parlay. That's much more mm-hmm. spicy. Yes. yes. Or <laughs> nine different parlays. Or nine different parlays. <laughs> that are all spicy. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, feel free, everyone, to go ride with us. I think Tommy freaking hits him. Might as well fucking ride with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah what, am I, what am I like? Don't listen to me. What am I like? Two out of four, three out of five? I'd, That's right, boys. Hate to see it. I'm Whatever, too pissed bro. to think about. Uh, I ain't got time to think about. I ain't got time to take that smoke. Um, we get before we get out of here. We got one voicemail. Uh, our old buddy Ooh. Gare from Iowa, I believe, is who it is. You guys ready? Ooh. I assume you're ready. Here we go. Let's do it. Hit play, Cody. Hey boys, this is Gare from Iowa. I know I've been slacking lately, but I've still been listening. I love y'all. Um, Let's go. Yeah, I just. I'm sad today. I wanted to share it with y'all. Uh, we all knew it was coming, and we all knew shit had to happen. But can we just take a moment to pour one out for our goddamn left fielder? That's all I got, boys. Later. 
She's yep, talking about Kyle yeah, yeah, and we talked about it. That sucks. Uh, mm-hmm. I showed you guys a tweet, didn't mention it, uh, but uh, I think it was Gordon Winton Miner said, look, there's legitimate discussion for an extension. And like I said before, this is probably, there's, there's a shot that Jed, I almost just said Theo out of <laughs> reflex. Mm-hmm. Jed is doing this to get a true market value for what other teams feel he's worth. Yeah. So I think that's still in play. Yeah. We'll see. The, maybe that's that's a little little hint of optimism to end the show. Yeah. Thanks, Garrett, for calling, man. I appreciate you for always listening, always tagging us and letting everyone know that follows you the to listen to the show. So mm-hmm. Word. um Yeah, I mean, I can't wait for uh I think it's January 29th, Iowa, Illinois. It's gonna be a fantastic day. I hope we're both undefeated the day that that happens. With that said, uh, Illinois is about to start in like seven minutes. So if you're listening to this right now, it's it's uh, Thursday or Friday. What It might be the weekend. Uh, Illinois by a million against Baylor. It happened. I'm Let's saying, go. I'm saying that it happened. I'm speaking into existence. Final about- score. Final score projections. Uh, I will say Illinois 74. For Baylor, 71. Okay, Sean. The over-under was around 143. Uh, what was it? What was it? What was the over-under? Around 140, somewhere in that range. I don't have it on top of my head. I'll take the over, and I'll take Illinois. Is that 143? Yeah, 143. 143. Yep. I'll take Illinois 77. Baylor 73. Okay. Thomas? Uh, I'm going with Illinois 61. Baylor 54. So it's going to be ugly, but it'll be a nice win. I think I think Baylor's going to play slow, and I think we're going to play slow. Yeah. Both teams are going to take their time. I think that's what we're going to see. Well, I like to root for points, so whatever. I like I like the different difference between all three of us. All right. Um, before we head out, everyone, go head on over to OnTap Sports. You have to get all your Chicago sports needs. Go leave us a five-star review. Uh, follow us on Instagram at these guys falling pod on Twitter at skies falling pod and the skies falling podcast on Facebook. Go buy manscape 20% off plus free shipping. Literally on anything you can buy your, buy your dad and your brother and literally anyone else buy your entire family, the lawnmower and use the code on tap. When you do that, get 20% off plus free shipping. I just bought one for Tommy. Uh, just cause he's my good friend. Um, they so. have so much good stuff. Like they have, they have, uh, I've talked about it before. They literally like the little sheet they put below the mat like under the mat yeah and you can shave your pubes you don't have to worry about getting on your sink or your toilet or wherever the fuck just goes onto that mat it's called the magic mat Mm -hmm. just rip up the mat throw it away they got like t-shirts boxers uh a little travel bag they got cologne foot deodorant if your feet stink which i know they fucking do Mm -hmm. um they got like the different types of like blades and shit for your lawnmower Mm -hmm. but yeah, so and even, they also have like variety packs too of like a 
smorgasbord of items you can yeah. select as well. So even if you don't even need like a razor or anything, you can you can got, buy a shirt. Yeah, like you body can wash. Buy, buy yeah. your entire family cologne. Buy every male. You never know. Like if, you, if you're like an aunt and you don't know what to buy all your nephews, they could all use cologne. All right? Or if you got a dad or a grandpa with nose hair, they got nose hair trimmers. Oh, yeah. Get in the weed whacker. There you go. Yep. Exactly. So like I said, use the code on tap get 20% off plus free shipping over at manscaped.com. That's all I got, Tommy Sean. Thanks for joining us. Save your balls. Get Manscaped. Anything else? Close it out. Sean, what the fuck is your background? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. It's a Scotty Pippen (laughs) and Larsa Pippen. It has the Jordan crying meme over Scotty Pippen. Someone photoshopped the Michael Jordan crying meme over (laughs) Scotty Pippen Jr. image of Scotty over his face. So here's the thing. You could, if we, we only see the top half of that picture. Someone could edit the bottom half and turn that into like an awkward gangbang, like real quick. <laughs> like Larson like could cuck. get it though. Maybe like a cuck. Oh no! God damn it. Oh no! <laughs> oh my Malik, god! Malik Beasley's face too in that picture. Jesus Christ! <laughs> He's about it, dude. All right. Um. Also, uh, Montana Yao. Is that who, who's that? Is that his wife? That's his wife. Yeah, right. oh, she's gone. She's in peace, man. That's awesome board. Pour one out. She already. It looks like she filed a divorce already. Mm, good for her. So good right. for her. Yeah. Strong, independent woman. Don't he's need no man. Those DMs. Malik Beasley. He's got reserves. So, <laughs> <laughs> got reserves. Sean, Sean, just hit the music. <laughs> <laughs>